So, my name is Christopher Patrick Nolan. I play Tosh Majeskin in Rogue One, and we're in Below the Belt Show. The Below the Belt Show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the Bad Boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Right, guys, it's time for another episode of BTB Below the Belt Show. In the Mother Effing House, I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host of the most, here for your weekly pleasure, BTB recording each and every Wednesday. <laughs> okay, then. Let's start by introducing the illustrious panel here on BTB, also here for your pleasure, Let's go. <laughs> and what I love about this panel this week is everybody is representing the Screen Actors Guild. I I don't know if this is a first. However, I'm out of Philadelphia. You guys are probably in the Baltimore Mid-Atlantic well, region, right? We're still one union, my man. Still right. one union, so it's still okay. In. Okay. He is sitting down. Oh, you got to put your mic a little closer. A little closer? Yeah, you this, go. Is this close enough? That's very good. <laughs> there you go. Close. There you go. You're going to be eating this pop filter. <laughs> So let's go ahead and introduce the all-union panel. Oh, my God. All right. Let's start oh. with, that's right, because she's been on BTV several times mm-hmm. already, guys. She's affectionately known as Miss Snorkels or Miss Snortles, which I think Snortles is more pro- appropriate. Also known <laughs> as Triple Doves. What up? Actress extraordinaire. That was loud. Educator extraordinaire, <laughs> the one and the only Vanessa Meadow. Hello, thanks for having me again. Good to have you back on BTV, Thank Vanessa. You. And let's go ahead and introduce another actress extraordinaire. She is amazing. She did a she knocked it out of the park on her first episode <laughs> of BTB. I asked her if she wanted to come back because she did such a great job. Guys, it's Alexis Barone. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> yes. Alexis, good to have you back on Thank BTB. You. Thank you. That means you enjoyed your first uh, rodeo on BTB, so you're back oh, yeah. for a second. I am absolutely back for seconds. I I wasn't knocked <laughs> off the bull this the one time, so I guess I'm, I'm back here to get my ass flattened by this by and, this show. And that's right. He doesn't have a nickname yet. Neither but, do I. But nonetheless, another. <laughs> yeah, sec- you know your viewers need to come up with a <laughs> nickname. Okay. Nickname. I your pa- listeners I need to go with a Paul nickname. Bunyan would be kind of good. Nah, I don't really nah, like that one. You're a big dude, you know, tall, whatever. Um, but nonetheless, guys, he is actor Paul Wallace. Hi, Second nice time on Below the Belt yeah. Show. Still getting used to this, but I mean, it's good practice, I guess. Yeah, man. Well, you, you, your knowledge of pop culture was very impressive. Okay. So we had to have you back. So, again, an all-union panel. SAG after in the house, where I think is really cool. 
And of course, I'm sure so at you least give people waivers when they come on. The show, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I need residuals from this out. Right? <laughs> What's going on here? What's like, going on with that? Right? Gotta fire my agent for that. So, <laughs> get over here. I gotta fire you. Hold on. So we have a, an incredible show from top to bottom. I just want to announce yes. our special call-in guests. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were supposed to have this great actor phone in to blow the belt show. He's been on BTV before. He's a series regular on ABC's Stumptown. Starring Kobe Smulders from How I Met Your Mother. Um, And, uh, of course, she's Maria Hill in the Marvel Universe. Um, Adrian Martinez will be calling in to BTB. That's cool. Which is really awesome. uh, And um, um, our good friend Nadja. Nadja from New York City uh, represents a lot of models in the the New York area. We've had Joanna Krupa on our show before. She wanted us to have another model she represents Name Veronica Rogoska. Ooh, um, nice. She is a like Maxim that. model, cool. a Polish-born bo- model that has appeared in Maxim, and um, we're gonna have her on Below the Belt show. Kind of spice awesome. it up. I'm sorry. So, up. can you re- can you pronounce her name for me one more time? Because it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you were really good at it. I think it's Veronica Rogoska. He did a w, great so job. The w, was that, was by the way, right? the W is definitely. You, a you're v. part Polish, right, Paul? Yes, but I, I don't speak it. Right, I don't but really that know. was the pronunciation. <laughs> if my grandmother was here; she could probably do it. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. The the W is pronounced as a V. Is it uh, yes. Veronica? Yeah. Veronica Rogoska. Uh, sure, I don't good. have her name in front of me. <laughs> in front of me right now, here. I'm gonna pull up my phone here in a second. Here, <laughs> Alright, hold up, hold up, hold up. So Veronica Rogoska will be calling into Below the Belt Show. Veronica uh, But I did want to talk about a really cool screening that uh, I think three of the four of us were uh, in attendance last week. God, Arundel Mills, Maryland, the Cinema oh, Theater. I was actually working on a couple shows. Where? Oh, okay. That's that's oh. a good reason. Okay. If you're working it, wait. How were you here last week? Weren't because you we conveniently recorded our show on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Okay, so I didn't BTB expect that. Was all right. <laughs> I was like, hey, you were at a movie premiere. You're. That's I mean, really I kinda, talented. I kind of worked on the film, so I kind of had to represent. But <laughs> yeah, I, so, when you came up, I was like, all right, Al. I like wanted to be one of those obnoxious people and be like, Whoa! but I didn't because I'm <laughs> not so, as um, obnoxious. I, I felt like the, the film was really well received. We had a sold out yeah. attendance. Let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, I wanted great to attend. I just screening. wasn't yeah, able to. So we're gonna have to have you there, Paul. But uh, um. If you guys could just, I mean, um, from you know, outside looking in, you know, like, what are your thoughts on the film, first of all, if you could? You go first. All right. I'm busy adding this to my Instagram. <laughs> uh, I actually, I found, I found the plot very interesting. Uh, it was a really enjoyable film. Um, but what I thought was actually the most um, uh, shocking and memorable was the tie-in to the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um it was based on true events about uh, a person who receives a kidney from a donor and through this phenomenon called cellular memory, uh, they receive the memories of the donor. That's right. And oh, we're so experiencing... Wow. You said that very well. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm You're sorry, the executive can you write, producer all, of, can this you write film? all of my log lines for everything forever? That's how she got her name. That's how she got the name. Ah! See, oh these nicknames Lord. come up so organically, guys. So. Hey, it's all so over. So, Paul, if you fart in studio randomly... Oh, man, I hope I don't. Then maybe we could make a nickname out of that. Prodigious Sorry Paul. for peeking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing, man. I know you won't. You don't fart in front of women. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but uh, that's a very good synopsis of the film. They're, they're calling it a Hitchcockian journey um, mm. in the um, yeah the um, in the style of uh, uh, Alfred Hick- Hitchcock film. Yeah, from 100%. Um, the previews looked awesome. I mean, Thank I, you. I just it. It, is, it, it was definitely interesting because, you know, and after I saw the film, I dug into some of the reviews and stuff like that. But yeah. it was great to see that the filmmakers themselves were saying mm-hmm. it's it's nonlinear, which That's was right. really fascinating. I mean, like, of course it was because, like, yeah. of course, Very me being, I, yeah. I was with uh, TV Free Baltimore covering the event, yes. that, which was super fun. Our so friends from Free TV. Woohoo! Um, and... So of course I was l- I was a little late to like walk <laughs> in there because I was outside and had to take care of business blah 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 before I went in there. It's so, like I didn't get to see the first part of it. So then suddenly like and I didn't read the reviews beforehand because like I'm not gonna do that to myself, right? So there was at one point it finished with one section of the film and then it like flashed a card, you know, saying like in present or future or one one of those. Oh, that's things. cool. You know, and I was like. Oh shit, guys! This is like <laughs> non-linear right non-linear. now. <laughs> I, like, if you see Pulp Fiction, what other great non-linear films? Are? There's a few out there. There's right? quite a few non-linear oh, yeah, films out there. Yeah. That are, like amazing. I mean, things that yeah. go from back, like like um, This Is Us on mm-hmm. NBC goes uh, non-linear from going back to the past into the future into the present. Um, of course, when people think non-linear, they usually think like it's going to be some weird, crazy abstract film too. And I'm like, right. not necessarily. I mean, you know, people, good writers can make non-linear feel yep. linear in a right. way. You know, it's just it's a tool. But anyway, I thought that that was fascinating in mm. in the film itself. Like that was yeah. that was one of the more like intriguing aspects to me as a filmmaker, not just an actress. Yeah. So mm. that was really cool. Awesome. I mean, how did it go? Did it go like back back and forth, or did it just kind of start no off spoilers. at one point? Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> well, you, you kind of had to go in the past a little bit, tell the backstory. Oh, that's cool. Went to the future, uh, it, you know, several months later, you know, um, because a lot of the the characters go through some really major life changes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it's a journey uh, throughout throughout time. Um. But it's the best way to tell the oh, story. Cool. Was to do that, but uh, I I do want to yeah. check it out. It's also a friend of mine's like last film, unfortunately. I mean, he passed. Away. Yes, let's talk about because you actually knew uh, knew uh, Wayne. Shure. Yeah, yeah. He. Um, oh wow. And now, okay. if you don't remember the scene, um, in the film, he was he he was the older guy. He was the older guy that needed uh, kidney dialysis and a mm-hmm. transplant. Right, and right. His character okay. had passed away in the film, um, which of course scared off the other two yeah. uh, kidney mm-hmm. dialysis recipients. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and in real life, um, unfortunately, um, Wayne Shearer had passed away. And yeah. It's super yep. sad. Oh super sad goodness. news to hear. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, hey, if it makes it, uh, like, it was, uh, his performance yeah, was Yeah, he awesome. did a good job. That was yeah. one of my top, actually, picks for, like, the film. I was, like, performance-wise, like, if I had to, like, pick, like, a few actors, like, that were, like, standout, yeah. wow. he was definitely one of okay. them. Okay. I mean, seriously, like, yeah, he, he looked he good on the previews. I mean, I He's definitely, sorry, I totally even to be, like, interrupting you. He I looks thought. amazing in the previews, but he also, like, he's mm-hmm. one of those actors who, to me, is, like, a definition of of every part matters, you know, right. and like mm-hmm. he, you know, his part was very yep. necessary to the story, but he just Absolutely. kicked it out of the park. Yep. So yeah, definitely. Um, rest in peace, uh, rest Wayne Shearer, uh, yep. one of the actors from What the Left Leaves Behind. Of course, an all-star cast with Johnny Alonzo in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca Newton was in attendance. Mm-hmm. Myself, producers Rachel Forey and Chad Morton, and um, assistant producer uh, Lou Freeman was in the house. Um, some of the cast couldn't make it. We have uh, cast members from Los Angeles. Um, Shira is from Texas. She's and great. Yes, I worked on Try With Her. Yes. She's yes. very, oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and she was amazing. Try, uh, yes, yeah. Try, right? Yes. Um, 
That's awesome you were going to try. Yeah, and and one of the things that I actually loved about this film is Mm. that um, what death leaves behind was the diversity. That's right. I noticed it, and I Mm -hmm. really, really loved it. And I I think whenever a film Mm -hmm. has, you know, leeway to do that, you should always try to be as diverse as possible. And this film, I thought, really encompassed that and and took it on, and I thought that that was fantastic. Wasn't it set in Philly, too? Yes, ma- yeah, majority so like, of it was shot in Philly. We did shoot some scenes in Maryland and D.C., so like but the majority was, totally, was shot in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, It felt realistic, definitely felt um, realistic because of that. It wasn't very like, much. oh, yeah. yeah. The website, listeners, is whatdeathleavesbehind.com. A couple more screenings left uh, in Pennsylvania this week, also mm-hmm. Atlanta, um, Pittsburgh, PA, um, and I think a few more cities, and then... They will be making a video on demand oh, announcement, that's cool. a VOD announcement soon. So, um, well, what area of Pennsylvania is it then? Um, I believe. Well, is it Maniunk on um, okay. on um, uh, exactly this past Monday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be in Philadelphia in uh, Newark, Delaware, uh, upcoming this week as well. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah, definitely go check it out, guys. Like it's yeah, it's worth it seeing. It's fantastic. Awesome. It's so fun. Yeah, a pleasure. It was such a pleasure to work on. I such mean, a it's not film. fun if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> horror films, actually. Yeah. Horror, horror films. Thriller, thriller. Well, it depends you know, it on who you are. If you want to, I, uh, I wouldn't really call it a horror. I would definitely call it a thriller. thriller yeah. yeah. Well, to me, it was not. I don't know. There, there was, some, there, was, there is some graphic Dark parts thriller, in it with yeah. regards to like you know literal body part kind of like looking oh, things. Oh wow. Ooh, okay. You know, okay. Okay. Like, well. Yeah. All right. We we can. Yeah. I may be so able to. So for me, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I can handle seeing this. Like, <laughs> people are gonna be like, yeah, you're gonna be an EMT. I'd be like, Mm-mm, no, <laughs> no, new profession. Please. Um, we actually had a, another celebrity in attendance. The um, the main actor from uh, White Boy Rick mm-hmm. was in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Um, and. Um, yeah, so that was cool to bring awareness to uh, the uh, screening. Of course, uh, after the screening, we all had a celebratory drink oh, at yeah, the casino nice. bar, which <laughs> a lot of people closed down, I guess because the casino cool. doesn't really close, which is great. Yeah, we can't really say that we closed <laughs> down the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be like, hours, I mean. <laughs> be like, what, did Ocean's like 15 catch? Yeah, yeah right, catch right. Like, come on. So Vanessa was in the house. Ironically, yeah. you know what? One of the films I just recently worked on, I played a cowboy gambler that stole stuff during a zombie apocalypse. Okay, you know, oh, okay, I, that I know is exactly. like 100% typecast. I could totally see that. And I totally know what... <laughs> I totally really? Know, I totally know what project. Am I allowed to say what project I know or, or think or know it is? Yes, you okay. can. Okay, I believe it's Army of the Dead. Yes, it was. Which is they did production up in, in uh, Jersey, so yeah. Yep. Okay, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. But that's no secret they were shooting. <laughs> yeah. Neat. I don't think you should talk anymore, though, about it. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> okay. Well, we got an incredible show from top to bottom. We do have some snacks for uh, the panel. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to cut some weight, so. And eclair, <laughs> mini eclairs, guys. Come on. It's awesome. Um, so there's a lot of stuff to talk in the world of entertainment. So let's go yeah. ahead and get started. It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. That's right, Hollywood Entertainment News and Views here on the BTB panel. And you know which fandom I gotta start with. Oh yeah. It's very clear that this is my favorite fandom. Anyone who's listened to BTB knows that Star Wars is my fandom. <laughs> I talk about it incessantly in Below the Belt show. Except the last movie. <laughs> That's true. So then wait, if you are... So, sorry, are you going to keep introing? I can totally like wait to tell you this. Well, I'm just excited about this trailer that we I saw know, Monday. Now I, now I, I am too. 
Uh-huh. Now I have to know, if you're Lord Alberto of House, House Soto, Soto. What, what is your Star Wars name? Star Wars oh, very name? good. Yeah, I, I like try. that. I like uh, him. I'm watching out for you, fam. It's Tell Han me. Soto. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's a good one, yeah. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not being Chewbacca. Wow, that was gold. Yes. Um, I'm Alexis also, would be Alea, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Would I be a princess or a queen? Uh, Whatever you want, uh, because you're royalty, so you get to choose. Fantastic. Yeah. See, I'll be Darth Wallace. Darth? <laughs> oh, okay. That's actually like, I like I'm that. I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm here for that. <laughs> now then, what would you be? Well... I don't know. Is there anything that has a V in it? Oh, wow. Um, Vader. Besides Vader? <laughs> Would y'all be Vader people? Darth Va- Vanessa. Darth, Darth Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. Would that work, guys? What about 3C Polo? No, I don't want to be that one. <laughs> so, so Monday night we got treated during Monday Night Football. The Star Wars oh. final trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. I got um, teary-eyed. Who has seen it? Yes, I got yes, Paul. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Awesome. So you got teary-eyed. I did. Yes. I um, definitely Were you did. alluding to C-3PO by any chance? What about it? C-3PO. Because that C- part got me, yeah. Yes. Yeah. C-3PO in the trailer said, I just want to see my friends for <gasps> one last <laughs> time. I am. I'm wondering <laughs> no. what he's alluding to. We, we really want to know. Hopefully... Um, that does not occur, and he does survive. I mean, he's a droid. Droids technically are immortal. Well, technically, as long as they, well, um, technically the one's I mean, the Millennium Falcon now. Who's you, the, well, you saw the uh, Solo, right? Yes, of course. Remember the, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Lando's girlfriend, the oh, robot. You talking about the robot, Philly Waller Bridge? Yeah, she got her uh, like mainframe put into the ship because. Uh, okay, so so technically you're saying that they're, mo- they're not necessarily immortal. Based on well, no, that means she's immortal. Oh, she's so she's, the she's actually okay. part of the Millennium Falcon now. Right. Okay. Okay. I got it. That's I got a hell it. Of yeah. A legacy. Yeah. That is a legacy. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. So, um, man, we saw uh, Ray, uh, played by Daisy Ridley, running mm-hmm. through the jungle and preparing to fight Kylo Ren on okay. an icy planet. Um, man, what else did we see? So many cool locations. We saw um, the Death Star. Yeah. One of the Death Stars. Uh, the, the Emperor. Um, where we might, well, we might. Well, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's there, might. or his where, ghost, or somebody. Or well, uh, we all know that Palpatine is going to be a part of the Star Wars movie. Um, is this where Palpatine returns in that wreckage? He's been living in that wreckage of the Death Star on that planet. I, I, I guess we don't, we'll have to find out. But actually, um, so the announcement um, Disney has named this planet um, the Moon, Ocean Moon of Keth. All right, so this is the um, planet where the down Death Star is located. Okay. The moon, ocean moon planet, Kef Beer. Um, so, um, so apparently we're not sure if it's a sibling no, moon. Now is it the, it's of definitely. Endor. The, is it the second Death Star for sure, or is it the? Could it be the first one? I think one, it. I, I believe it is the second Death Star. Yeah. Because the first one got blown up too. First so one got like blown up. Yeah. <laughs> and the, well, both of them got blown up. Um, but yeah, I guess some remnants. Could remain and how anyone survives that wreckage uh, remains to be seen. As you know, Palpatine is more than mortal, yes. so how he survives uh, will probably be explained. I wonder um, if they're going to explain Snoke, because that was something well. people were looking for yeah. for it too, and they just were like, "eh, we forget, we forget about him." They probably <laughs> had, uh, well, they knew they had the Knights of Ren. They yeah. knew they had Palpatine was going to come back. Yeah, they probably knew that initially, and they probably gave Ryan Johnson the go ahead to 
wipe out snow cali pleases and that's how to be a fly on the wall in those development meetings guys like how seriously right how do you deal with concept that's this old and legendary you know what i mean like old meaning like story literally i feel like it would be really frustrating for any fan to be a fly on the wall because a lot Mm. of the 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 decisions they're making you're like no why would you do that Stop! the loudest fly in the room right (laughs) I i think it's a nice way to finish it Bring uh, Lucas back to kind of like... Lucas back to consult. Uh-huh. Palpatine, a major character, which supposedly ties all nine films together, which is very, very essential. Um, but yes, the saga will end after yep. this ninth film. The next trilogy, completely different characters, completely different uh, planets within the uh, Star Wars galaxy. Now, I wonder so. if these ones are going to continue in The Mandalorian. Because, I mean, I wonder if they can kind of like do have a couple guys well, do cameos here and this there. This is and a good point. Um, it is in the timeline. It is um, The timeline is right after Re- Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Is where Mandalorian takes place, which we're going to see on November 12th, guys. Yeah. Disney Ooh. Plus launches. Except I don't uh, have Disney Plus yet. Well, uh, well, nobody does until November 12th. We, we, don't even <laughs> have, we don't even have the Apple thing yet. So it's like November 12th, everybody can log on to DisneyPlus.com. And too broke, too, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I have news on that for those that don't think they can afford Disney Plus, and we'll get to that in a second, which is scholarships for pretty cool. programs. Got it. <laughs> well, it has to do with being a Verizon member. So if well, you're, if I'm you're, a Sprint person. If you're a Verizon mobile um, unlimited member or um, you subscribe to Fios TV, which is the Verizon. Ah, Verizon, yes. I got that. Correct. Then you get one year Ooh. of cool. Disney Plus. One year. They, they're paying for one year. So. so Comcast owns your soul because they're the only ISP. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So another thing that I, well, yeah, but back (laughs) to the trailer, back to the trailer. Yes, yes. One other thing that I really, really loved, well, I just love about Star Wars in general is there's always an amazing message. Like you can learn so many life lessons from Star Wars. And one of the things in the trailer was that um, facing fear is the Jedi way, basically. And I like that. I think that also led me to a, a little bit of a wet eyeball situation because to me it's like you know the kids watching or anybody watching can can learn from that and and incorporate it into their lives especially since star wars is so big you know if you're gonna if you're gonna send a message send a big one and i i just think that that's awesome that they're they're doing that that's what star Wars is so great at they're so great at at all these messages and just yeah you know life lessons and and things i mean every every film i mean that's what it was built on i mean if you think back to the 70s that's kind of how it was it was supposed to be like a big morality lesson right exactly right 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 um but yes it just makes us makes me even more excited about this trailer um so we saw the forest planet uh forest planet uh that ray was running around in the beginning of the trailer then several different environments uh, we saw an iceberg um, where the dark Death Star wreckage is, and that's it's a the Death Star Titanic. Yes, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Not cool. Um, we saw um, what looked to be like they were on the Hollywood Hills somewhere with with uh, <laughs> with Ray, Finn, and Poe Dameron looking uh, over into just this crazy cool looking uh, landscape, um, and the re- shot of the Resistance. Uh, we saw that as well, and of course we saw. Um, Ray and Kylo Ren uh, in Duel, um, in Lightsaber Duel, which uh, is, you know, you see that on the poster, and we know that's going to happen. So, yes, the less I know now, the better I'll be, because (laughs) a friend of mine, uh, Chris Santana, has been on the show before. He actually didn't like the fact that they revealed 
uh, Palpatine will be a part of this film. He thought that was already a big spoiler mm. or not. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you don't know? Okay. I, I think, uh, you know, we don't know why. And I think that that's even yep. better. I think that's, you know, people want to just come but, up with but their see, own But he might not theories. even be in the film. It might just be like stuff that oh, he he's did. in the film. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying like film. it might be flashback things of stuff he did in the past to kind of yeah. promote the stuff that happened in the future and they're just... Well, it, he's... It, so, so like the whole non-linear linear thing kind of... It kinda, could be a non-linear thing but he has to have an impact. Yeah, right? he does. It's it's not going to be just the backstory. If it's just, if, if it's his ghost in the current time period um, then it, something impactful yeah. happened that they're going to reveal. So um, somebody told me Luke's going to be in it too, like as a Force ghost, but I don't well, know if that's true or not. Yeah, because at the end of the Last Jedi, we de- we did see Luke, um, you know, disappear with the Force, which know? I thought was completely unnecessary. A lot of people did not like that. Yes, a lot of people hated that. That and the Mary Poppins <laughs> scene, the Mary Poppins Leia scene was kind of unnecessary yeah. too. I mean, it just kind of. The Mary Poppins scene, so you were alluding to a Princess Leia surviving in space, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but coming back down like Mary oh, Poppins. Yeah. That was fascinating. <laughs> that, I think hiding hiding the fact that he's in it actually would have been a better decision because imagine yeah. the shock, right? Yeah. Yes. Opening night. Oh my gosh! It's Palpatine, right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember when. Remember the I forget which one it is, but when Yoda has the whole like lightsaber fight and he's spinning yes. around and jumping yes, all over yes, the place. Yes. And everything. Episode so one. That was so huge. <laughs> like, I remember... Everybody, when, yeah. everybody cheered yes. when that happened. Yes. So I feel like they could have done the same thing with this and it would have had, like, a more exciting sort of reaction That's a very for the good audience point. members. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, you definitely agree with Chris on that. that yeah. They should have kept Palpatine in a secret. But people did freak out when they heard that. I mean, you know what I mean? Everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. people talking and had people... You know, wanting to get their advanced tickets, which I'm probably going to pick up some yeah. tickets tomorrow. Probably be a It's good all about idea. money. I'm surprised you don't already have that. Right? I'm kind of wondering. But right? see, here's the thing with Star Wars. You know, it's going to be in every theater and multiple cinemas. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not going to be tough at all to get tickets. Yeah, there's going to have multiple showings. And, of course, on the opening night, um, which is really going to be the 19th on Thursday because yeah. they're saying December 20th. But I love how it comes out around the holidays. Mm-hmm. I think that should be a, a complete, you know, it's great for, for Christmas and it's great for yeah. marketing. You know, gifts and souvenirs from Star Wars yeah. and having them come out close to Christmas. So, um, so make sure when you go see Star Wars, The Force, I'm um, not The Force Awakens, The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> that you use the bathroom prior because it's the longest Star Wars film out of all nine films. Is it? It's 155 minutes. Oh, man. That's not too bad. Yep. Uh, so it's three minutes longer than The Last Jedi, which is 152 minutes. But it's not as bad as Lord of the Rings or uh, The Lone see, Ranger. That's, yeah, that's why I'm okay, like. Okay, so what is the running length of The Lord of the Rings? Uh, is it upwards? I think it was a three. whole day if you watch all three out? films oh, back yeah, to back. Oh, yeah, 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 for okay. sure. Yeah. And we all know that a, a Avengers Endgame was three hours. So it didn't yeah. reach that level quite, quite. but um, hey, you know, if, you know, movies have to be, lo- are getting yeah. longer and longer. I guess there's a lot of story to be told. Especially Which is this fascinating one. fascinating to This me. is the ninth. This is the final film. So, you know, the final oh, film yeah. in the Skywalker saga. So... Um, but yes, advanced tickets have been on uh, already went on sale, breaking records two months ahead of its. You know, I think now is also yeah. the perfect time for them to bring out uh, Spaceballs two. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mel Brooks is no longer with us. That's the only problem. Yeah. So, um, but Spaceballs is definitely an iconic film. Can we sidebar for a second? Like yes. seriously though, why are films getting longer and longer and longer, and yet? As a YouTuber or a commercial filmmaker, everything has to be shorter, 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 shorter. Like I think how? because going going it's to the point. theater is more of an experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's not one of those things that you just do on a Friday or a Saturday. Like if you're gonna yeah. go to the theater and not watch Netflix at home, mm-hmm. you need to have like 
an experience. An extra, I guess, extra footage. It has to be kind of worth it. Yeah, it kind of ha- has to be worth the fact that you're paying $12 for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's right, but that's my guess. Right. <laughs> well, that was, that's always kind of been, like, my rule of thumb. It's like, if I'm... I want to watch the trailer ahead of time, especially, like, always before I go invest my money yeah. into things, right? Because, like, as a filmmaker now, I'm not just, like, on the acting side, right? But, like, I'm also right. on the behind-the-scenes side. I'm just, like, I want to make sure that my content is worth people seeing and spending that time. Especially, oh, yeah. especially yeah, let's just right. say, like, you know, you're middle-class American. You, like, you, you've got a 9-to-5. You've got a family, whatever, blah, 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 you know, and you're just making... Or even if you're making minimum wage, like right. I want you mm-hmm. to be there. So that makes a lot so of you sense. Wanna, so yeah, why yeah, you're, you're right. like, well, it's an experience. That makes so much more sense now to me. Like thinking about it in yeah. that direction. But but see, think about this too. If you don't <laughs> I, mean, watch like, I think it's a great philosophy. <laughs> if you don't like, watch an hour-long movie, it's like not anything special. You yeah. can just watch something on TV. It's yeah, like, exactly. Oh yeah, because now like TV's like 44 minute episodes okay. and everything else too. Yeah. You know, it's like 44s. <laughs> you know, everything's a so, 44. Let's move on to Marvel news, guys. This is a breaking news. So, Ant-Man 3 reportedly in development will shoot the summer of 2021. So, this film was not on the face. You know what? Last time, I think last time I was here, we discussed the fact it was canceled, and now it's back. Yes, it's back. It's a it's a you thing, Paul. So we all know that Black <laughs> Widow's the next film, followed by the Eternals. Yeah. That freaking time Black Widow got a film, right? Just, uh, just right? FYI. Even though she, yeah, it's got very, yeah. So in Endgame, um, Shang Chi, Legends of the Ten Rings. Wait, she could oh, come oh. back as a Marvel Force Ghost. <laughs> if they want to go that route. We have Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and apparently, initially, Ant Man was nowhere to be found on th- on the schedule. But uh, now yeah, but Paul Rudd is amazing, so come Marvel on. Studios oh, yeah. <laughs> has made the decision uh, to go ahead with the third Ant-Man film. And um, is it part of Phase Four? Is it part of Phase Five? Did good they say? question. Because they their their Phase Four is really stacked already. But if they're going to be shooting starting in 2021, then um, I think uh, that would be within the um, Phase Four because I think um, it goes. Um, from 20 to 21, yeah, all the projects yep. in Phase 4, yeah. Well, that's they just start shooting in 2021, so it'll be co- it will be released in probably 2022. Hmm. So, um, now, are we bring up Spider-Man 2, or are we not bring up the next Spider-Man? Well, we did. We, we mentioned, uh, we talked about Spider-Man coming back to the MCU, yep. right? And so yeah, because when I was here, we, we talked about him leaving. Oh, right. So, I mean, I missed the oh, coming back. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah so, yes, uh, awesome. Spider-Man's coming back to MCU. They've... Uh, Agreed on a deal for one more f- Spider-Man film, solo film, and then and having then he's, and a team-up film. I heard rumors it's going to be Captain Marvel, just to kind of get Captain Marvel Captain a little Marvel bit more makes footing. Sense. I actually see it happening in the Doctor Strange movie, and the you reason why, the reason why is if they if they need to write them out, mm-hmm. it's going to be all about multiverses. So oh, they yeah, can I guess actually right. write them out in one of the other uh, multiverses that he. Do you he think they're going to bring in, like, a Ben Riley or a... They could do all that, yeah. It's, that's going to be a really strange, no pun intended. Because I don't think they could do a Miles <laughs> Morales because <laughs> nice. okay, they had the that, was a great, that was a great <laughs> pun. I know it wasn't intended, but I'm, just, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the punniness. Says Han Soto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it would make sense for him to show up there, too, because, I mean, yeah. they, he was one of the few guys oh, to go... and also rumored, which I think would happen in that Doctor Strange movie, is that's how they could introduce the X-Men. Oh really? As because it is a multiverse film, and because we have to explain how the X Men show up out of nowhere. Hmm, so there you go. Well, I heard rumors that that Giancarlo, uh, what's his name, is going to be the Giancarlo Esposito. Yes, I heard he's going to um, be. Uh, him and Denzel Washington have been 
I don't think it's official yet, but I know they've been okay. in talks. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, I guess there. that could work with a multiverse also. In a I mean, multiverse, it yeah. can ha- anything can happen in a multiverse. Yeah. Same with the Crisis Infinite Earth storyline that's happening in. Except CW. I, don't, I, I don't know if I want to go too far on the multiverse though, because I mean it was kind of already done in the Spider-Man animated movie. If you think about that's it. True. That's so, true. So I mean, it's like if you do it too much, it's like yeah, everybody's doing multiverse things now. So. Yeah, but you know, maybe that's the next craze, right? Because like we've mm. we've definitely seen those happen like over decades yeah. and things like that, where it's like you know The Walking Dead and everything was a zombie yeah, thing I guess and right. everything was a mm-hmm. vampire thing and then everything was now suddenly it's a multiverse thing which would totally yeah. make sense for everyone's attention spans so I think it's a great I think it's a great challenge what, what about show. zombies versus vampires that would be a good heart well, Didn't, wasn't that like made a thousand times as well it's funny you mentioned that because no I mean no vampires versus werewolves was a thing but vampires <laughs> versus zombies is not a thing okay Okay. I think there's an idea for you to write there. I should write that. Yes, I think that'd be Are a good we idea. Do a Halloween but you know, we, you know what we, <laughs> could, oh, we could, you know what we that'd could see yeah. is vampires versus superheroes in the Sony Marvel universe. As you know, Morbius is one of the films. Yeah, you're right. Which uh, Jared Leto is playing Morbius, and also is he done from Joker now? Officially, um, I mean, I don't know if he's necessarily. It sounds like a lot of people didn't, didn't like him as Joker, and it just kind of oh, seems like they just kind of like. I mean, Joaquin's performance kind of outshined his yeah. performance. Yeah. But um, he's not going to be in the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, we did confirm that. To I mean, be they fair, I mean, cast Joker is literally only about Joker, whereas, you know, yeah. Suicide yeah. Squad is about a bunch of, it's an ensemble. Bunch. Yeah. So, it's an ensemble. of course it'd be easy to outshine. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Devil's Advocate. So, as you know, uh, Venom 2 uh, is in pre-production as Tom Hardy We'll be returning, mm, um, and I of love course, Tom we'll, Hardy. Yep, it will well, be. I heard Tom Holland might be in that Tom one too. Hardy. So yeah, this is a good way to bring Tom Holland back. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's going to be an awesome he's Carnage. Be Carnage. Yep. Oh yeah. 100%. And um, Shriek um, is another um, character um, that will be appearing. I guess well, a, you know, a female symbiote. Do you know who that was? Remember that doctor that was helping him out? I did some research. That doctor that was helping him out that got the actress that's play, played the, by Jenny Slate. Yes, that's yes. that's the one that's actually going to probably be Scream. If, screech, if it goes, screech, 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 if it's based, okay, screech, if it's based, if it's based off, screech, that's Dustin Diamond. <laughs> ah, there's, there's Miss Noodles. There's Miss Noodles. So now yeah. Dustin Diamond's gonna be in a new Venom yeah. movie. That's breaking but, yeah, news. This was a very popular um, storyline in the comic books, uh, Maximum Carnage. Um, but yes, um, yes, Shriek, uh, yes, has not been officially cast yet. But I'd like um, to throw my name in there. But <laughs> but Naomi Harris is in talks, actually. So okay. I don't. You might have to scratch that thought. Okay, because I mean, uh, based on what I read, like uh, before, yeah. I mean, the character's name, I just kind of. Yeah. So they might have changed that, I guess. Yeah, Naomi Harris is in, in talks to join. When they say in talks, it's it's usually pro- pretty much almost a done deal. Yeah. So I think she's going to be cast as Shriek. So we'll see how that plays out, man. Um, so as you know, they're going into production for the new Batman movie called The Batman. Uh, Paul Dano has signed on to play um, the character of the Riddler, as you know. Nice. Um, <clears throat> Jonah Hill is out. Yeah, Initially, but Jonah, Jonah Hill should have been the Penguin. I can't picture him as the. I can't <laughs> yeah, picture him as a Riddler. I can't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can't I see Jonah Hill yeah. as a Riddler either. The Jonah Hill from Wolf of Wall Street, not the Jonah Hill from Twenty One Jump Street. I mean, yeah. either way, though, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street, still, and that's on. I still can't see him as a Riddler. Still yeah. can't. The, pe- the Penguin makes sense, and he's a good actor. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing to do with the acting skills. It's just it's about casting. Yeah, that's right. right. Like Danny DeVito, right. he was a perfect choice for the. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Paul Dano, um, if he will be playing uh, the Riddler, but his alter ego is Edward Nashton. Um, so mm-hmm. there, he's called Edward Nigma, 
um, in another iteration. Of yeah, kind kind of like the Joker Blade being somebody else now. Yes, too. Arthur Arthur Fleck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's now, that's another. Now I heard a possible rumor that that Joker might eventually show up into, based on the age ranges of the actor playing Batman and. Hmm. Yeah, you know, because I, I mean, if you do if the math, I mean, they're about the same. It could you know probably what I think work. What happened? They're gonna have Joaquin and end credits for the Batman movie. You think? Because I think they have too many characters now. They have Catwoman. We announced last week. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright will be playing. Is she Bishop actually Gordon. Uh, Lenny's daughter? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay, Lenny, Lenny's daughter and uh, Lisa Bonet's daughter. Yeah. Um, but let's see how. Mr. Sparkly Vampire from Twilight does as Guys, the man behind the cow. I really do think <laughs> Rob Pattinson's actually pretty decent. He's he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Let's not get this. Yeah, let's not get yeah. twisted. He's a good actor. Now now when he's but out at the nighttime, is he gonna sparkle too? <laughs> uh, I kind of really do feel bad for him though. I feel like those jokes probably follow him everywhere for the rest yeah. of the time. Like I'm sorry that wasn't even your choice. Well, do you know, I worked so, like, on Homeland. Know, story thing. And you cannot say anything to Mandy Patinkin about what he used to, his catchphrase. And that, that catchphrase is? Um, I am Alfredo Mantoya. True. Oh, uh, he doesn't want, he doesn't want anybody He said if you – I heard rumors. If you said that to him, you'd be fired on spot. Oh, wow. He, he was that strict on it, apparently. He really, really does not like people mentioning that, that part that, of his that life. That part of his career. Hmm. So I guess everybody used to walk up to him and say it, and he really? just got so sick of it. So, uh, <laughs> so am I allowed to do that? People start calling me Alexa because of the whole Amazon Alexa thing. Can I just be like, you're fired? They'll be like, I don't even work for you. I don't care. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I think you should. I think I should. Yeah. I think I should. See, especially being a filmmaker, you should just bring people on, and the second they say, just. Yeah, I've got lots right. of I got lots of stories about people <laughs> in the mic, Paul. In the yeah. mic. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. I have to remind you to talk in the mic, bro. <laughs> I know it feels like a social setting, but yes, you please. I'm literally like, care, like uh, you guys can't see right now, obviously, but like I'm literally like grabbing the mic and like floating it around with me because I'm in a spinny chair which was the worst decision <laughs> you made this evening out putting me in a spinny chair <laughs> well we have some sugar that might help oh right? yeah let's do that and I'm sitting, oh, by, I'm sitting yeah. beside the cupcakes I don't know if y'all cupcakes heard me cupcakes like, and eclairs munching on just for the snortles <laughs> <laughs> alright so we mentioned Wolf of Wall Street but of course that's Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh man I love well, the film what, by he, the way he said yeah. the, did you bring up the fact that, that he was against uh, the superhero movie. Yeah, right we now. had talked about yeah. that uh, on a previous show. That but the he, thing is, he didn't think it was cinema. He, he didn't think that that mm. uh, superhero but films, in particular, Marvel films, could, are considered cinema. It, but he produced the Joker. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. He was it's a like, consultant on the Joker. Or some, yeah. some, so it's kind of like almost I, I think contradicted himself. It you know? sounds like he believes that there's a class system within yeah. the film industry. Yeah. There totally is, though. And yeah. 100% there totally is, guys. But I think that's what he's speaking to. Mm-hmm. And Big people don't understand and, yeah. that. And uh, cinema noir. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like, I and you're seeing that, that makes total sense. And I mean, right. you're definitely seeing that that whole everything being broken, like right. not only on screen but also like with regards to the names, right? That are that are coming in because like it used to be that if you were a film actor, you didn't do television, you mm. know, and blah yeah, blah you're blah. Right. Like and now suddenly you're seeing like all these massive names like having their own shows mm-hmm. on Netflix and Hulu and et cetera, right. et cetera. So like definitely class system with regards to like film industry it still exists, definitely being torn apart. But it is interesting that he produced. Joker, but I totally yeah. see that being up his alley, 100. Yeah. Robert yeah. De Niro, one of his actors, is uh, yeah, you know, right. has a pivotal role in that. Um, 
Wow, what a crazy scene. If you've seen the Joker, yeah, that was a you know what scene I'm alluding to? Me. I haven't. Don't spoil it. Oh, OMG, we won't spoil it for you. If but you're it was into crazy. cinema, you would like the Joker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like 100% want to go see it. You got to definitely see it. Um, So, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will be heading back to cinemas, which is great. Let me guess. Adding extra scenes to charge more money. Minutes of additional footage, four new scenes. Um, so this will clock in at two hours and forty-one min- uh, minutes. Do you know, I think they should um, add extra why? twenty minutes, make it three why hours. Why though? Just to, like, I really want to know why. Uh, yeah, what the, the decision this, is. Like, I get it, but like at the same time, like, guys, I think because this is. It's because we have extra footage lying around, and we could charge more money and get people to pay more money. Yeah, and, and another thing I think is because DVD is kind of a dying breed, sadly. One hundred percent. So in order What's to a DVD? get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In order to get those extra scenes or director's cut, sometimes it has to go to theaters to be seen. A lot of people just. We'll get the on-demand movie. And, it is uh, fascinating though, because yeah. like from a distribution point of view, like I'm like, how the mm-hmm. hell did you get that oh. pulled off? Like blockbusters will always going do to well, cinema though. and then yeah. and then coming back to it. You know, that, that's that's yeah. a feat in and of itself. Do you know? Yeah. Speaking that's of cinema cool. and Absolutely. Rob Pattinson, I just thought about something. What's that? Uh, did you, I might see that, that movie, The Lighthouse. That seems like it's going to be a pretty good movie. <gasps> I want to see that. The Lighthouse, yeah, that looks really, really good too. Really I mean, really even though really it's really in really black and white, that. I mean, but it looks like it's going to be like one of That's those old of classic. That's the reason why I really yeah. want to see that. <laughs> um, Taika Waititi, as you know, he is. Uh, directed uh, Thor Ragnarok. He'll be executive producing a new film called Night Raiders. Do you know what I think he should do? Yeah, a movie about that Korg. Oh, he was Korg. I don't know if he can. I don't think he's big enough a name to have his own film. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think that would be a hilarious. He was Korg. Taika Waititi. Do you remember the big rock guy from uh, the Avengers mo- from the Thor movies? Yeah. That was Taika Waititi. Huh. Yep. So Night Raiders is Danis's Galay's female-driven dystopian drama, and it's shooting now in Toronto. And as you know, he's got the film Jojo Rabbit, which is kind of controversial. It's about Hitler or whatever. Um, but anyways. Wait, um, there's a movie about Hitler called Jojo Rabbit. Jojo yeah, yeah Rabbit. I really want to yes. see that. What too. is that? I, I, that's really confusing. It's <laughs> <laughs> very... Uh, very satiric as a very satirical type of film okay um, people are yeah. upset about it Ooh, that was a little loud and uh, <laughs> i think i saw a quote uh the lead actor people mm. asked him about it and he said that his main takeaway is don't be a nazi like that yeah. was his rebuttal for whatever the the backlash yeah, was yeah. that makes sense yeah um jason Wan, as you know he directed aquaman he, he's got a new film called malignant it's hmm. going to be in theaters next year. Uh, that's his next project. Um, this will be a horror thriller. The logline is uh, kept tight uh, under wraps, but he's got um, several names already attached to it, um, including um, um, Ingrid Basu, Annabelle Wallace, Maddie Hassan, and oh, George Oh, Annabelle's Dunn. not related to me, even though that's yes. spelled the same way. Yes, <laughs> I was going to ask. Oh, she might be related to me yeah. in some distant way, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Fast and Furious 9 news. Cardi B, I don't know if she's really serious about this acting career because she was in Hustlers and now she's going to be Yeah, but do you know what? In Hustlers, she was playing Cardi B. She's playing herself. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but time she's to... I'm going to be certain you. Time to stop the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, well, I think it's going to go... Let it go with the 10. Uh, so I even think number. it should just become Hobbs and Shaw because that was so much better. <laughs> this is the ninth one. I, I really think they're going to stop at 10. Gosh, it's a nice I'll even number, you, you know? Please. <laughs> you want nine to be the last one? Please. <laughs> like, please. It went from a race car movie to a super Superhero, spy movie. Superhero, superhero I'm going to be honest, 100% honest with you. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen most of that franchise. Right. But, like, if you're not even going to bother trying to put, like, a title after it, like, the rest of all the other, you know, canon right. universes, et cetera, 
I feel it's just like Fast Furious I, Nine, right? Like, no. Well, they had Tokyo Drift. That had a subtitle. Okay, now that was awesome. Yeah, but that was that, <laughs> but that was a different movie without That's, everybody in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yeah. then decided to go back to where it all began. Kind of like Halloween when you had a weird movie with everybody yeah. wearing masks instead of a exactly. Michael Myers. So I don't know, Cardi B. They didn't specify what her character would be. But apparently, I hope, she's not, I hope they didn't like make that as an announcement for like marketing purposes, and then she's got like a walk online, and then like yeah. that's it. Well, like, well, all right, guys, come Carney on, B, you can't make that announcement. What do you think Carney B is gonna play? Well, in the video, uh, Cardi is in costume, wearing black gloves and a black vest. Cool. And she says, "Day 86 here on the set of Fast 9." Um, and this is what the, oh, Vin Diesel says in the camera. I know I'm exhausted. We gave every single thing we could for this movie, but you see Cardi B in costume, black okay. gloves and a black vest. I mean, I hate to so, hate on Vin Diesel, but I'll be honest with you, like, the yeah, stunt so. guy does a lot of his work. Oh, yeah. I, I know his stunt know. guy. I mean, so I work cool. on The oh, Last Witch Hunter, okay. and I can be honest, the stunt guy did most of the stuff. Well, it, it doesn't surprise to, me. Yeah, yeah to, to be fair. Yeah, be sa- to yeah, quote the my letter, be Kenny safe, loves, yeah. um, to be fair, uh, you know, stunt, stunt work takes a lot out of a person. Yeah, I, I know. I do it. So it's yeah. like I get beat up. I drive yeah. cars, and that's... Mm-hmm. What I do? Yeah. yeah. Um, like I am so, so happy that it's so weird. Another exist. another recording artist is gonna be in, in Fast and Furious, and that's uh, Latin music's fastest rising star Ozuna will also be in Fast and Furious. All right, I'm here for so, it. So so they're casting like non actors. Yeah. In this, so, so is yeah. it gonna part be part of the reason why I'm like, all right, we're uh, I'm kind of <laughs> low key over this because I mean honestly, it's like at what point is like. We're using, and I respect mm-hmm. it, you know, from a from a career moving forward person, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's like, at what point is it, so is it gonna be time like, to just end the whole, like, So it's going to be like pool. Expendables where they just keep randomly adding yeah. people until you have like 15 yeah. people on the <laughs> yeah. movie poster. Um, and um, Vin Diesel, speaking of Vin Diesel, he's going to be in a new movie called Bloodshot. It's based on Valiant's comic book yeah, character. No, he's a lesser cool. known uh, yeah. character because Valiant is, in, is considered an independent uh comic book company. Yes! But he's a super, sol- super soldier with mutant healing abilities uh, brought back from the dead on the set of Exacting Meh. Revenge on the person who killed his wife. <laughs> so what's new? So, yeah. I mean, it is. That sounds like Wolverine. It sounds like, like three movies into one. <laughs> <laughs> without, so, without the... Uh, Wolverine Deadpool. I've already seen almost, this movie. Almost <laughs> nothing in, in Hollywood or even an almost independent thing. Yeah. So, like, nothing is new, per yeah. se. The well, character, the character but, but there's there's a difference between not being new and then yeah. being like, way overdone. This <laughs> is like... But, but the, here's the ironic thing with Vin Diesel. Did you hear the rumors that he's wants to be a black bolt so he's going to be a character that just does a voice and he's going to be a character that does not talk at all and and yeah you're talking about um and and Groot. yeah Groot, he has one line he just has one line gets paid a ton of money just to say i am Groot, which is ridiculous but then That's he's playing cool. black black bolt who does not talk so it's <laughs> like he's like right mm. well in, in bloodshot he will be talking so okay uh, yes if you, did you get a chance to see the trailer no the bloodshot trailer. is it good you or, or what do you think yeah haven't you? Uh, like I said, <laughs> I, I thought I was watching a movie that had taken like three other movie ideas right. and put it into one. Right. The okay, only thing I can really yes. respect about it is that it's based on a comic book. Right. That's the only thing. Like that to me was the saving grace. But even then, I'm not interested in going to see it because I feel like I've already seen this movie. Mm. Yeah. I'm kind of, again, okay. that's, that's, I mean, I hate to say it. No, but that's, that's part of the reason why like I'm just kind of, I... <sighs> <laughs> All right. I like, mean, I, does it I, come I, back down to I like what to, happened with Hellboy I too? I tend to, I tend to just kind of low key automatically 
like knee jerk reaction don't want to go to most movies that come out because it's right. like cool it's the ninth Fast and Furious cool it's the ninth freaking Star Wars cool right. it's like the millionth what Marvel Cinematic Universe and like right. I have to fight that urge because I'm like this stuff is actually some of it, most of it, um, 99% of it's really freaking good. There's there is 1% of stuff that does get distribution that you're just like, why? Why? But you know, <laughs> but the right. rest of them are like, all right, like, but none, but again, none of those stories are gonna be new. Yeah. See, I, I would like to tapes. see more individual new things, but it's not the the problem no. is they're getting the safe road where it's. With established franchises. Yes. And, and that's what they did with Joker. But see, Joker's a very different take. And news on the Joker. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, nice segue, The Al. top grossing R-rated film of all time at the global box office. Ooh. Ooh. Um, wait, what, oh, sorry, wait, I'm what, sorry. What, what I'm happened? sorry. I stand corrected. It's on its way. Deadpool. Deadpool is the number one um, I thought the, I R-rated thought the, I thought film. the Hangover was number one. Or was that number one comedy? No, I think Deadpool uh, def- uh, beat um, the Hangover. Yeah, the hangover, to be honest, yeah. I mean, like even without um, looking at numbers, Deadpool is totally gonna yeah. be the Hangover. So um, Deadpool um, earned seven hundred eighty-three million. Joker, Joker's global stance right now is seven hundred thirty-seven million, which uh, it's expected to exceed yeah. um, Deadpool. Well, at so least there you go. Disney rethought cool. the Deadpool uh, R rating thing, so they can bring Deadpool back now. Yeah, they're just gonna. <laughs> have those are two, those are just, I'm sorry, this is, like, so random, but, like, those are two actors that, like, I respect the hell out of, like, mm-hmm. that I'm, like, I 100% respect the hell out of, or Paul yeah. Rudd and, um... Yeah. Except Crap, Ryan Reynolds Crap, plays Crap, himself Crap, Crap. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan I don't Reynolds. know why I was, like, I was, like... Happy birthday, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds, by the way. It's oh, today's birthday? birthday? Yeah. Oh, we got a So, call. we, we actually are going to pivot off to our first special guest. All right, guys, we are happy to welcome to Below the Belt Show for the third time... On BTB, actor extraordinaire, and the, one of the stars of ABC's Stumptown, Adrian Martinez on the line. What's up, Adrian? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Hello. Hey. Uh, one second. It's like, it's like uh, old times. Yes, it's like <laughs> old times. You have slightly different hosts except for me. I'm the same guy. Yeah, he's always, always here. He's, he's, he's he lives same. in this room. Alberto Soto in the house, along with <laughs> my co-host this week, Adrian, are Alexis Baroni, Paul Hello. Wallace, and Vanessa Hi. Meadows. Hello. Wow. So you got <laughs> wow. two ladies in the house, uh, two lovely ladies. And, and I'm not one of them. And a big seven-foot giant. No, I'm only 6'7", six, seven, seven? Oh, yeah, he's 6'7", okay. Either way, that's tall for, you're literally a whole foot above me, so that's pretty hella. I probably weigh more than you, too. I'm 320 pounds. I'm going to hope that you weigh more than me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 5'7". Anyway, hi, Adrian. Adrian, it's so good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Of course, we missed you last time, but we're happy to have you on. Stumptown has been doing so incredibly well. Um, I've, I've caught the yeah. first two episodes. Uh, congratulations, first of all, on the success of Stumptown. It's uh, been getting uh, great reviews. Yeah, and uh, I'm really I'm proud to be a part of it. It's a terrific show, and I think we're really finding our rhythm. On October 30th, it's going to be a show pretty much dedicated to Tookie. So I invite the audience to check out that one. It's going to be very funny, and I think everyone's going to have a good time with it. Awesome, awesome. First of all, if you could tell us how 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 was the casting process? I know you've done such a great body of work. Um, was it one of those cases where they just offered you the role, or did you still have to go through the, the casting process just like everybody else? I got a knock on the door. Yo, you want to do this? Or you <laughs> don't want to do this? <laughs> was it that easy, Adrian? Seriously? Like, uh, 
uh, <laughs> actually, I did a self tape in New York. Nice. And Sweet. that was it. I didn't have to test. They just said, yeah, him. Oh, wow. They that's a dream. On both coasts. Okay, that's awesome. We want Adrian. That's it. Move on. Wow. That's awesome. awesome. So your character of... Uh, of the food truck vendor, I guess is is uh, appropriate because all your social media is Taste of Adrian. Yeah, go figure, huh? So that that was very meta casting, I guess, just to have. Yeah, that is know. so meta. Oh Although God. I didn't know if Taste of Adrian alluded to something like more kinky, but. You know, it's whatever it, it, it appeals to you. Whatever it works for you, that's what it means. <laughs> well, Al did introduce the judge. show. I don't judge. <laughs> Al did introduce the show tonight. He's like, for your pleasure, we are here with this panel of <laughs> For your listening pleasure, that's why we're here. And that's like, why Adrian's okay. here. <laughs> this is exactly why Adrian's here. This is exactly why you're yeah. here. <laughs> wow. Adrian, first of all, working with Kobe Smulders, I mean, I've never met her, but she seems like a lovely, lovely person to work with. What's it like just going to set with Kobe? Yeah, I was trying to come up with something to kind of like snap on her a bit, kind of bring it down a couple of pegs. Uh, but I, I got nothing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> listen, she shoots like two episodes at a time. She's in every scene. She's wow. doing special effects. She's got two kids and a husband. Um, and not a whiff of complaining. Like, never. Like, not a peep. And if anybody has pro. the right to complain, it would be her. She's the ultimate pro. Um, and she sets the high bar for the rest of us to live up to. And I'm just so psyched to be a part of this working with her. And she EPs the show. So, you know, there's a lot on her plate. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, how about Jake Johnson? Um, he, he, again, seems like another cool dude to work with. Loved this character on New Girl. I'm sure a lot of people loved that. Yeah, he was great on that. Yeah, I and uh, you get to work him. with him as well. Yeah. I, I haven't worked with him much. I've mostly worked with Cameron Mannheim and Kobe and Michael Ely, and that stuff's going to come up soon in subsequent episodes. So there's a lot of turkey coming around the bend. Uh, but Jake's cool with me. I'm cool with him. Awesome. And, uh, you know, the other day I saw him about 200 feet away. He was standing outside his trailer, and he waved at me, and I waved back. <laughs> why, do I feel, why do I feel like that, that would be it. such a him thing to do? I'm just like, oh, oh hey, yeah? I'm going to stand all the way over here and wave to my to my friend over here, <laughs> 200 feet away. Hello. I just figured you guys would kind of like hit the local bar after after shooting a long day on set. He just seems like the kind of dude that you'd grab a beer with. The you bar know? is probably the last thing he wants to come but I'm glad he waved. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> now, Agent, did you read it the? It could have um, been much worse. It could have been much worse. Did you read the graphic novel or the comic book uh, when you were preparing? I uh, did. You did. Nice. Cool. What nice. You, how how did, does it translate yeah, I, to screen? I think it's a very honest adaptation, and the, the good news is that Greg Rucker, who wrote them. He is also an EP. He's in on this. He, they run by him, you know, tonally. How does this work? How does that work? He's born and raised in Portland, and he's the guy to go to to know what, you know, is really authentic about this show. And they have a free a free uh, communication about that. So with Greg on board, we're in a good place. Uh, it's never going to stray far from what he intended. And he's very happy with it, so... If he's happy with it, I'm happy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's so many uh, 
I guess people that are critics of adapting uh, comic books or graphic novels, they always want to stay true to the source material. Absolutely. And uh, I think well, that's promising for those that were uh, fans of, of Stumptown. So what is that just spoke? It sounded like you just crawled out of a hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just trying like to fix Gollum. that. Was that Gollum? <laughs> is it Gollum? <laughs> yes, it was Gollum, actually. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going back. <laughs> So we got to talk some Lady in the Tramp there, Adrian. I think it's so yes. cool that you're a part oh of the Disney family. Um, November 12th when Disney Plus uh, launches. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah I, man. I saw, it last, I saw it last night. We had a screening that the North Shore Animal League put together. How cool. In oh, New York. Wow. And uh, there were dogs in the audience. Justin Thoreau brought his dog. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's so awesome. Uh, Lady and Trap were there, played, of course, brilliantly <laughs> by Monty and Rose. Um, they sat in the front row and uh, once. all was good. People loved it. People loved the movie, and uh, I'm really happy with it. I, th- I think it's really good, and I think that some people are going to respond to it. Because it's authentic to the original. That's so, fantastic. Awesome. It's got all these new effects and stuff going on. Uh, to make it contemporary too, so I think it's a nice, nice position for the Disney. Uh, the trailer was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, the the fact that they were able to to just realistically capture Lady and Trap. Obviously, we're looking at CG dogs, mm-hmm. but in such a realistic no, way. Real oh, that's cool. Too. And the yeah, real dogs as well, real. right? Oh, were they? Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. The mouths yeah. are CG'd, I think. Yeah. Correct. I mean, they're real dogs. We had like real, a real. Real dogs, and they had real stand-in dogs. All of them were rescued. They actually had oh, stand-in dogs. Oh, that's wow! That's even yeah. better. So they you said you all said Adrian that the they looked at these dogs all over the country. Different rescue homes. And they really made a real effort to uh, do it right. That's, that's amazing. Incredible. So uh, you you said that they were in the front row, correct? The dogs for the screening. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, I cool. think that's amazing. That is so sweet. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So they were like, so I would be like in the shot, and I would be like, come back here. <laughs> <laughs> but they would be looking at the trainer off camera, and they basically just did what the trainer signaled them to do. And uh, a big shout out to, to them because they really, they really did it nicely. Um, and these are the trainers that did 101 Dalmatians and oh, wow. That's cool. wow. 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 movies and dogs. Nice. Yeah, they brought in the A team. Got Colleen Atwood who did the the costumes. Uh, four Oscars to her name. Um, so wow. when you see it, it's like 1908, 1910. Oh man. Uh, we filmed it in Savannah, Georgia. It really nice. looks of that era. Mm. Nice. Uh, and it's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, it looks it looks visually beautiful. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, where the dogs behaved the whole time? Because when I worked on the Outsiders, I had a beagle. And it just kind of like walked off randomly sometimes. So sometimes yeah, I just had to kind of pick it up and like kind of just hold and pet it just to kind of keep it in place. Yeah, that's me. That's what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have two females I, here, so. <laughs> I, need, I need that hug. I need those hugs. Um, let's bring it home. No, they're, they're really smart dogs, and they were very well cool. trained. And so what would happen is the first day, 
I was working with the stand-in dog who was very jumpy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm dressed as, yeah. a, as a dog catcher. It's 1908. It's a very militant-looking uniform. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, come back. So that dog flipped out. He was started barking at me and started coming after me. Yeah. They had to yell. <laughs> and that was the sign that we needed to take the dog and go to the kennel where they were staying and rehearse with them. So I went mm-hmm. in on the weekend, oh, and cool. I would just be nice to them and block scenes with them so they understood the difference between the performance and the real actor. Mm. Oh, that's cool. And uh, they really caught on quickly and so did I. Oh, that's the fascinating. I've ever worked with. That's wow. fascinating. So you're the villain dog catcher named Elliot. Wow. So the, yeah. I guess, are you one of the well, main antagonists? I, I'm, I'm pretty much it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because it's a it is a villain, but it's a Disney villain, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to see me go Pacino and Scarface in this one. Uh, <laughs> so, so more or less is a Home Alone type of villain? Yeah, yeah, exactly, pretty much. Uh, there you go. But he's very, he's very, uh, let's go see, I played him straight. Like, to him, it's all about discipline and maintaining order in the city and making mm-hmm. sure that there's no chaos. And, you know, he believed that, and he just wanted to follow through on that. There were laws and rules in place, hmm. and he was just a that took it seriously, and that's how I played it. I wasn't trying to be goofy with it. Mm. I was just like oh, that's, trying that's to cool way to do it. it. That's awesome. But uh, at some point, something happens. He comes to realize uh, what's really at stake here, and uh, I can't reveal too much, but... Uh, <laughs> Elliot gets what's coming to him in a way, and uh, ooh, it's ooh, much better man. good of him. Hmm. Right, we'll have to wait and see. November 12th on Disney+. Plus. And what are your thoughts on Disney+. Plus? Do you feel that this is a great way to, I guess, show off this great film? Or do you think it would have been better if it had a theatrical release instead? Uh, this is the way the world is right now. I mean, yeah. You see what's happening with the Irishman. Yes. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's just the way yeah. the world is. It's so... Disney has always been about seeing what's what's going on and and you know trying to uh, stay ahead of it. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's yeah. very well for a reason. They understand <laughs> what people want, and uh, there might be some theatricals. I'm I'm not sure about that. Uh, but either way, you're gonna enjoy the movie. And right now, everybody's screens are 50 inches and everything. It's, it's one of those movies that you, you have your Thanksgiving dinner, and you come home, you chill, and you put it on, and, you, and it's oh, right cool. there. It's, it's very cool. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Cannot wait to see it. This mm-hmm. is great, man. Um, so you're a part of the Disney family, which is awesome. You're a part of the comic book family mm-hmm. in Stumptown, and, and as far as that, that universe. See, I didn't even realize come, that was a comic need, book. All you need is Star Wars now. No, I'm actually <laughs> part of the Below the Belt family. Yeah! Oh, yeah! I, I think once you've been on the show a third time. Yes. <laughs> I see. I gotta you catch gotta up. I gotta like catch up. I'm only number cousin. two. Yes. The first time we had you on is for the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The oh, second so, time oh, was yeah. for I believe Piranha 3D. Okay, now that's awesome. Piranha 3 Triple D, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, actually, the real name for that movie is Paycheck. And to see boobies? 
What's that? And to see triple Ds? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, I, thought, I figured we were talking about Guy Fieri there, guys. All right, hold, hold up, hold up. <laughs> oh, oh, tr- diners, diners driving. Yeah, when I think triple D, guys, I'm so naive. I'm thinking like, oh, we're going to go eat food somewhere. And diners, drive-ins, <laughs> and dives. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, Adrian, my nickname on the show is triple dubs and it's because i say w like dub so it's technically not triple d's i'm triple w okay. you can imagine that totally works for me <laughs> oh so uh really quickly um i i when i was looking more into you adrian this is uh triple dubs here um <laughs> I, I i saw that you've i guess created I Gilbert, can you expand on that? Because I, I watched a little bit of the footage and I thought it was it was really really intriguing. Um, and you wrote and directed it, so can you just expand a little bit on that? Well, you know, you know, an actor has to do both. You got to do the big movies and the big TV shows, and and you got to do the personal story that means a lot to you. And that's what I Gilbert is. That's awesome. Uh, that's cool. A reimagining of a 1950s movie called Marty. A lonely sad sack lives with his mom, played by Ernest Borgnine, who won the Oscar for it. And it's kind of like uh, Marty in the 21st century, in that the lonely sad sack now only can connect with people through his phone. And so he goes around taking photos of women all over the place and tries to build uh, this, this digital life for himself. This uh, kind of like dissuades his, his loneliness and pain inside. And so. It all comes to a head when he makes an actual person who really wants to have a relationship with him. And now he has to decide between the digital life and the real life. Wow, wow. that's interesting. And that's so so potent for, like, today's society. Right. Like, that's fantastic. I think it is, you know. I got a kid. All she wants to do is look at the phone. Talk to her. Yeah, one of our hosts is playing with the phone right now. Okay, I'm doing research. Yeah, (laughs) research. I'm doing research. I'm actually stalking your IMDb right now. And that woman is. Yeah, and that's Dasha Polanco. You're working from Orange New Black and Russian Doll. I just saw recently in um, The Irishman. Mm -hmm. Um, Dasha Polanco. uh, Like was almost when they see us. On Netflix, she's terrific. She's a force. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Love interest in the movie, and I invited her and her three three million followers on Instagram. To, to <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's nice. great. That is great promotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yes, to have Dasha with three million followers to to help uh, push her. You phone. know, between her followers and mine, there's three million followers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. We're in a good place. I love yeah. it. All. So initially it was called I Creep, and it, it just, uh, now it's called I Gilbert, which I think, yeah, I Gilbert. Yeah, at least yeah that sounds better than I Creep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I 100% agree with it. <laughs> Thank you. It's just, it was a little too too on the nose, and it's not necessarily yeah. a creepy movie. Uh, it's uh, it's, a, it's a good drama, and I think people are going to get into it. And wish me luck. I just sent it into the major festivals. Oh, yeah. Cool. Sundance, we'll, perhaps? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Sundance, Sundance, Adrian. Sun, uh, Sundance, 
Tribeca, you know, all the big boys. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Of course, absolutely. Well, we, we'll probably be there, so if it yeah. screens, we'll, we'll definitely yeah. have to come and see it. We go to Sundance every year, myself and Vanessa. See, when you become big, you have to remember us. <laughs> he really he is big. Us. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the BTS. Well, I'm already 270. Yeah. I think He's I just 270. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, working with Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Adrian. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> he seems, I mean, is he... Is he <laughs> Is he as cantankerous in as as he is in nor as as his character on Curb? I couldn't see any difference between the character and the person. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. He, it's, it's interesting because I went in there, you know, and that was just an offer. They just said come in and have 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 a good time with us, and I'm right. like, sure. So they flew me out. They put me up, and I'm all psyched. I'm coming up with all these ideas because on this show you don't get a script to say you get like a plot synopsis and you're supposed okay. to take it from that. Oh, that's awesome. So I got my synopsis and I came up with my ideas and the dialogue I wanted to say. And the first take, you know, you know, I was off and running. I did my thing. I heard people laughing in Video Village. So nice. <laughs> that's, that's always awesome. a good sign. That's always a great sign. Yeah. <laughs> and Larry came up to me. He's like, you're not supposed to be funny. Oh. All right. <laughs> he didn't want he didn't want uh, you to upstage him. Play it straight, play it straight. You're not the funny one. I'm the funny oh one. Oh my I'm god! Like, <laughs> just oh like him. Understood. Oh my lord. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, because there's a formula to this that I, you know, I just kind of like ignored. I was just like, hey, let me do my thing, you know, because I've, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of improvisation in movies, like in the movie Focus with Will Smith. I basically just went on a rant. Um, but, uh, in this particular case, you know, there's the setup guy and there's the funny guy and, and I'm the setup guy. Yeah. Right. Right. To Larry's credit, you know, he just kind of reminded me in an inimitable way, you know, like, <laughs> 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 well, I hope that uh, your character can possibly return for the next season, whenever that is, that'd be cool. So I have a quick question for you. Um, so, especially with like with like I Gilbert and such, um, you know, I was perusing your website and things like that. Um, are you so obviously you know you've made you really made a name for yourself as an actor, but from the content creation side, are you going to continue creating your own stuff after I Gilbert's hopefully impending success? Yes, just not with my own money. <laughs> awesome That's... there'll be no more of that um, oh really because I had to sell my property in New York just to finance the movie I wow. I was oh, all I, uh, I couldn't raise the money and and uh, I said listen I have a window if I don't do it now I just know I'm never going to do it Right. so I right. told my kids yeah. that directing a movie and the bad news is you're not going to college <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing that you did that. Like, yeah. wow. Well, it's, uh, amazing is not the word that I heard in my house, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but, but you know what? It's, you know, I'd rather be an actualized artist than a miserable landlord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I respect that. I respect that. Can we talk about the stand-in, Adrian? You're working with Drew Barrymore and Ellie Kemper. Upcoming film? 
Yeah, I just worked with Drew on that, and you know, she was very cool. It was uh, I don't get starstruck often. It only happened one time with mm-hmm. Harrison Ford when I did Oh a, yes. Yeah, I don't oh, think man. that's imp- but I don't think it's possible not to get for starstruck. For me, it was, <laughs> for me, it was Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. So I get what you're saying. Uh, but I, I was doing a read-through of a movie called Morning Glory, and then at the, the read-through was Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton and Jeff Goldblum and Patrick Wilson and Rachel McAdams. It's a great Jake film, by the way. Was there, and I said, uh, holy shit, I can't believe I'm here. Um, <laughs> can you say holy on this? Uh, yeah, this is a podcast, so. Yeah, you can say okay. whatever the F you want. <laughs> 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 Uh, and so, but, but, but then, flash forward to Drew Barrymore uh, working on Sanded, I just like, I, I know it's been a lot of years, but I just kept seeing her in E.T., you know, it's like I was talking to the kid in E.T. Um, mm-hmm. That movie was such a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Did you offer any Reese's Pieces? That <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> would have been... That would have been the true test. Like, just to see what she did. I love it. I love Damn it. it. <laughs> Maybe I have to prevail through that. <laughs> All right. Another project I see here on your IMDb is Leave Not One Alive. Leave Not One Alive. Who's in that? Uh, Melissa Leo, yourself, Bella Thorne. Oh, yeah. Ha! Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Will this be another Piranha 3D? What's that? Will this be on the same realm as Piranha? Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, it's vintage Melissa Leo, though. It's, uh, she plays a, an actress who's, uh, shall we say, a little, a little out there. It's kind of a loose cannon, and I'm like the funny guy in the movie. And, uh, I love it. It's really an interesting movie. I, you know, I have to say, you know, you do these projects, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into, but if you like the script and the director, you say, you know, screw it, let me go in. Exactly. And, and you know what, and Bella Thorne, a, she's got like 300 million followers, so she has that many. That's yeah. something uh, crazy. That, yeah. That's, that's not possible because it's, it's Selena ridiculous. Gomez only has like 150 some odds. She's check, got, check. Like, hey, I only have 300. I, I, I'm doing more. I'm doing more. Uh, I'm doing more <laughs> research here. Yeah, but so that might be somebody you might want to get in. I Gilbert too. <laughs> I Gilbert too. Yeah. Yes. Fully yeah, it's funny. I met her. I met her at a at a like like a costume fitting. I had no idea who Sorry. she was. 20, and I was just like, Hey, how you doing? And she's like, Oh, I love your work. She gave me a kiss on the cheek. Aww. And I was, and now subsequently find out she's this thing, you know, and I was like, Damn it, I should have just like been a selfie or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And she's directing some adult films too, some S and M films. Did you hear about that? Oh, Man, been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I did not hear that did at not, all. Yeah. No. Now I can see yeah. Carney B doing that. But. Yeah, but no, Disney girls are on wild. <laughs> but yeah, she's directing. She's not acting in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm re- I'm all there for the rehearsal. Agent, wow. Back was... to one. <laughs> Back to one. That's one thing. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Below the belt. Dude. Literally. Literally. That was hysterical. Oh, my God. That was good, Adrian. Pull it back. Pull it back. Adrian, this was All tremendous, right, man. 
Thank you so much for calling it the Below the Belt Show. Stumped out on ABC on Wednesdays. Make sure you check it out. Watch Woo-hoo! it also on demand Great if you don't watch it. Yeah, man. I'll be, I'll be watching, seeing more of the Taco Truck Man. And uh, any news on season two? Has it been greenlit for season two yet? No, but I accept your offer. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Good, good, good. And well, now, we'll I have a question. Are tacos really good? Or are they just kind of, how good of a taco cook are you? I'm actually really good. Like, I, you know, if the key is, you, a lot of people say cilantro is the key ingredient. Yes, yes. So it's the choice that's made. The key ingredient is love. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, I mean, you really, if you just put your heart into it, it does come out. See, do you know what, you, that's, what, that's how you can make your money back. Come out with your own brand of tacos. I'm into it, man. Let's there you do go. It. See? That is Hashtag a, merch. Well, the taste of Adrian. There you He's go. Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to change. Yeah, you you don't have, have to change. You have it all right. ready. See, we, we're helping you out right now. You have it all. It is writing itself. <laughs> it is writing itself, sir. It's fantastic. So, Adrian, before we let you go, if you could let us know who you are, throw out your character from Stumptown, and maybe throw out a plug for Lady and the Tramp, and let us know you're on Below the Belt. All righty. Hey guys, this is Adrian Martinez from Stumptown and Lady in the Tramp. Just letting you know where I am right now, and that's below the belt. Yes! yes. Gold. Gold. Thank you so much, Adrian. Yeah, it was great. Thanks so much. Hey guys, I look forward to our next interview. Yes, yeah, the next good project. Uh, let's, let's keep it going. And I'll see you hopefully at Sundance. Yeah, with I, Gilbert. All right, put it out there. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you. Woo. That was pretty good. That's awesome. That was great. Yeah, I think what's really cool, I think what really, <laughs> really, really, like, it makes me yeah. so happy to talk to actors like that is yes. that, like, they, like, they have these amazing experiences with people yep. who yeah. are just, like, you think you're never, ever going to meet them or, mm-hmm. like, meet somebody who's worked with them or, like, right. even possibly work with them yourselves, but then, like, here they are and they exist and they're exactly. sweet people and they're also making their own stuff. Like, that's so exciting, you know. I yep. personally am yeah, you're right. Need to yeah. know when I Gilbert's coming out. I, I love supporting yeah, that whole indie life. So we have to say goodbye to Vanessa Miss Snorkels Meadows no. when we take our classic cut break because of Great Dane diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> oh man, doggy doggy doo doo. Yeah, I gotta go home and let the big boy out. <laughs> so you let the dogs out. Oh, my goodness. Any last plugs before? Because I do have a classic cut song that I just picked just for you. Ooh, ooh, last plugs. Um, I I have a a film festival that I'll be on the panel of in uh, December, which I'll tell you about next time. I have my workshop coming up November 2nd for SAG Conservatory. Get it. And uh, I don't know, like other fun stuff that I don't remember right now. (laughs) So, um... One of the celebrities' birthdays today happens to be Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, my God. Oh. Weird Al, how old is he? Because he looks the same as he, he did back in the 80s. Yes, that's a good question because I have that in my notes. But He's ageless. <laughs> he, He's 25 years old. Probably. He did Probably. A, you know, I was trying to pick the, the right song for the classic kind. I, I realized Miss Snorkels was in. She's a big Backstreet Boys fan. <laughs> And Weird Al Yankovic did a really cool cover of I Want It That Way called eBay. (laughs) It's simply eBay um, and such a great version. I don't know if you've heard this, Vanessa, but this is Weird Al's take. Happy birthday, Weird Al. Um, And I believe um, he is 
Um, a one year that. older. Well, yes, that is accurate. <laughs> one year older. That is 100% accurate. Yep. We could also say 365 days older. Yeah, that's that's oh. accurate also. How oh. many? Just, can someone sing the Rent song so we know how many? He is like, 60 hours? today. 60. He's, there's no he, way he's No, he 60. can't be 60. He is 60 today. Wow. There's no way. Yes, he started in the 80s. Don't forget. Wow. Yeah. I can't. The well, Michael I can't Jackson forget because I can't remember because you yeah, know. Yeah, so he's been around for so a while. So many good ones. So here we wow. go, guys. This is Weird Al Yankovic. Happy birthday. Happy 60th. Weird Al Yankovic. That's hard to believe. And this is. I want it eBay or just eBay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. Yeah. A used pink bathrobe, a rare mint snow globe, a smurf TV. Trade I bought on eBay. My house is filled with this crap. Shows up in bubble wrap most every day. What I bought on eBay. Tell me why I need another pet. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Yeah, that's right, guys. We are back here back. on Below the Belt Show. That was Weird Al Yankovic. We all And back. we said goodbye to Miss Snortles. Miss Snorkels, Miss Snortles. Snortles, Snorkels. <laughs> now we got five You mean Triple D? Triple D. Triple so <laughs> our, our next guest will be calling shortly. But in the meantime, let's throw out a couple more. Um, things, uh, well, at the box office, uh, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, actually um, uh, performed better than Joker, obviously. Well, How is that possible? Week. It's the opening Very weekend. possible, because of all the media crap and it, that Joker got. And it is Disney. But do you know what the media... Also true. But yes, Maleficent is the number one movie uh, this um, this past weekend, followed by the Joker, uh, at number two, um, and number three coming up uh, is Zombieland Double Tap. Actually, Yo, you know what? I was I surprised that wasn't higher. That. Yeah, that was great. Oh, you you guys just to see it? I gotta was see it. It, it was awesome. Yes. I you know what? I still I want to see the first Zombieland uh, to get reacquainted with it because it's been. But the the yeah. second one that, is that great. Out, you would love the, the second one. The first one came out so long ago. I, but it came out so long ago. I don't think I finished it. The I one girl I, was a child actress, and now right. she's a, like in her twenties. Was it over ten years ago when the first Zombieland? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And The Addams Family, number four movie. And uh, Gemini Man, um, rounding at the top five. That's, that, that, that's been so. a bomb, hasn't it? Gemini Man? Yeah. A bomb? Yeah, I mean, like, well, they paid a lot of money to make that. I mean, they, really? they, they, they're, they're yeah. losing a ton of money on that. Hmm. I mean, I just feel like that the I feel like the CGI technology is kind of mm-hmm. so new for some people that right. if the concept of the film isn't good enough to draw you in, that that might actually push you away. See, it kind uh, of like seeing like seeing a seeing a CGI yeah. young Will Smith yes. staring yes. at me from very Bill fresh Prince of Bel Air there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It kind of seems like something that's like just it seemed like a Twilight Zone episode that was just kind of taken into a movie, which just seemed a little can, exaggerated. You know what I mean? That, that, doesn't that seem like a Something that the Twilight Zone would have had as a storyline. I mean, I could be wrong, but... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. That's movies. Uh, 
couple TV things, as we mentioned earlier. Um, if you want Disney Plus, because you said you didn't want to buy it initially, but if you're a Verizon, so she member, gets it for free. Uh, um, uh, nope. Existing right. unlimited Verizon wireless customer or FiOS home internet and television, you do get one year of Disney Plus. That's pretty cool. Um, I, yeah, that's, cool. that's a great partnership. Yep. So it's um. So it's six ninety nine a month mm-hmm. if you want to just purchase Disney Plus, and if you want to bundle it with Hulu and ESPN Plus, it's twelve ninety nine. So it's actually not that expensive. Seven I mean, it's definitely it's one hundred percent affordable. However, yeah. I just know that like I would be like, hmm, I'll maybe watch like Lady and the Tramp. That's it because <laughs> my boy Adrian Martinez is in it. That would be the only thing I'd want to watch. There you go. Let's be honest. There you so go. You're, you're gonna be like, no Mandalorian. I just want to watch Lady Mandalorian. and the Tramp. Mandalorian. Heck yeah, dude. No, heck just Lady yeah. and the Tramp. Just Lady and the Tramp. That's it. So you mentioned Lord of the Rings earlier. Did you know that they're in production now, the Lord of the Rings TV show? On I didn't Amazon hear about Prime. that. Yes, they just. So we are added. they in production? They're in production now. So who the heck is their cast? So they just added a new cast member, uh, Game of Thrones alum, Joseph Malwi, who played Benjamin Stark. Okay. He's going to be the main villain opposite. Luis? Um, star William Porter. But do you know what? Honestly, Poulter is the main based on the type of movie or TV show it is, yeah. I could see him grabbing anybody who was either on Game of Thrones. Am I right? Because yes. they all have the same type of... Exactly. Like, technically, I should be on that because I look like oh, everyone on Game shit, of Thrones. Oh, shit, but can you do the accent? I could do an accent. I could do like a... <laughs> Okay, now that was rocking. <laughs> I see. I, I really now. I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna sidebar for another hot thirty yeah, minutes. Yeah, um, yeah, of course, of course. I really need the Julian Fellows like next down Abbey. I heard that like the next thing that, he, that he's making is like some twenties American thing, and so, I would so, be so so so. Are we on British talk right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Those would be American. Bruce Richmond from Game of Thrones is in it. It's Gene an American. Ke- Gene Kelly from Boardwalk Empire. Wait, Gene Kelly, nice. wasn't he the guy from like 1950s? I or? think it's a different Gene Kelly. <laughs> okay. yeah. It's uh, not the guy you danced around. Wait, hold up. That's a ghost of Gene Kelly. Lindsay Weber from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, Sharon Taliaguado. Um, and uh, Jennifer Hutchinson from Breaking Bad. Jason Cahill from Sopranos. Justin Dobley from Stranger Things. So there you go. Those are Speaking of Breaking Bad, did you catch El Camino? That was amazing. You know good. what? I haven't because um, I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, but I have not finished uh, season one of Breaking Bad yet. You I have am, not finished know, season one know, of Breaking Bad. I know. I know. And I know. Did you I, at least watch Malcolm in the Middle to see Brian Cranston and Malcolm in the Middle? I am very familiar with Brian Cranston. I actually saw his play on Broadway Network. Okay. I saw probably mm. the first five episodes of season one. Loved it, but... You know things got crazy, and and I, almost, and I watched the finale of the final episode, which just just so you watched the beginning and the end. You're like, I don't need them. I don't need everything else. I I watch Alpha and Omega, but I know I have to watch everything else. Nice. You're right, right. But then then I'll watch El Camino. Yeah, Giancarlo yeah. Esposito was actually a good villain in that, and you missed the entire thing. I know, I know. Is it worth tuning in now? I think it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> Were you a breaking? Brian Cranston thing? thinks the same thing. Yes. You watched all of Breaking Bad? Not all of it, no, but I did watch the first few episodes because we had to do, like, an adaption in okay. film school. So, you, so you're basically on the same boat as me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go I'm back not... and watch the rest. Well, you, honestly, you I heard don't... it's really good, but... I mean, like, I know it's... It's one of those things where it's like there's so much content out there. There's so much amazing... Yes, There's amazing so many amazing content. things out there amazing that I want to see. I'm just like... I am kind of at the point where I'm like, I have to watch only like the first few episodes of everything because yep. there's just so much stuff that I want to get through Yep. and a lot of other stuff that I want to get through yeah. for my own research. So it so, sounds okay. like we have another caller. We're going to bring on our next special guest. Okay. 
Miss Veronica. Say it on speed. Follow the belt shaft. Oh. Do you speak follows? Uh oh. You Hopefully just hung up. Hopefully she'll call right back. Was that pizza? But really quick on Apple TV, as you know, Apple's going to do their yes, streaming. Yes, you movie. definitely have to subscribe series? to Apple because me <laughs> and Al so are both on an Apple TV show. <laughs> okay. That was so enthusiastic. Oh, yes, talk, yes. You're forgetting about oh, that. You're forgetting the show where Night Shyamalan's um, Crumpet, you got it. Because yeah. we need a season two so we get some more airtime. <laughs> yes. So you definitely have to watch Apple. Yes. In addition, another cool show they just start. Um, they're going to produce for Apple is called Foundation, starring Lee Pace and Jared Harris. It's based on a novel of uh, the same name, chronicles the saga of the Foundation, a band of exiles who discover that the only way to save the Galactic Empire from destruction is to defy it. So that sounds like Star cool, Wars, to be honest. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a sci-fi a series. Um, now, if you don't know Lee Pace, he starred in the Halt and Catch Fire series on AMC. Hmm. Uh, also, the ABC series Pushing Daisies. Um, and he starred uh, with John DeLorean in the film Driven. So he's, he's done a lot. Wait a second. He starred with John DeLorean? Mm-hmm. In the Driven. You mean the actual the like, guy Driven. who created DeLorean? Is that the same? That John DeLorean is the guy who created DeLorean cars. You know Are you what? sure that's right? Driven is about the DeLorean car, so yes. Okay, so I, I remember, guess... I remember okay. reading about... I thought Driven was like a, a yeah. movie or okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he was also in the Gardens of the Galaxy as hmm. Ronan. Oh, was he Ronan? Yep. Oh, hmm. so I thought I heard his name before. Yes, yeah, so now you know who it is. Right? <laughs> so there you go. Um, oh, so he was in Captain Marvel also. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I haven't seen Watchmen. Watchmen is on my to-watch list, no pun intended. I saw the movie. But the movie <laughs> was great. Somebody reading a lot of like these accidental pun things, you know. I'm just like, I yeah. like, I need to know more. So it scored 1.5 million on HBO uh, for the for the premiere episode. Um, now, it's the I strongest do... digital debut for an HBO series since the premiere of Westworld. So, Fascinating. Yeah, pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, it's got a great cast attached to it. I mean, Regina King is. Has won multiple awards for her acting and, and other projects, so uh, you got that. And of course, um, just now just I do have a question. Jeremy Irons is in it. Oh my gosh, so many great actors. And again, if you love the movie, if you love the graphic novel, which I did love the movie, I I love the movie except okay. Doctor Manhattan needs to buy himself a pair of pants. <laughs> you don't want to see any blue cock? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. a big fan of blue cock. Okay, good. Interesting. You might be. But. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually low-key doing research on that right now. That's why I'm on my Well, yes, Watchmen, <laughs> Watchmen's character of, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Dr. Manhattan Dr. walks Manhattan. around with no pants on yeah, the entire yeah. movie. So, have, so okay. I don't know how he is on the TV show. So, but. yeah, we have to find out how he is on uh, the HBO series. Yes. So, um, but I have yes, a feeling uh, we'll, figure this, we'll find this out pretty quickly. <laughs> yes. Are you going to watch Watchmen? You I have, have HBO, yeah? Uh, yeah, check it out. I, okay. I just haven't had a chance to see it yet. I've been so busy. Yeah, I haven't been home. We've all been busy. Yeah, yeah. When you work on set and you have other jobs and you're oh my driving God, you host eight hours to... And you so go into red carpets shite. like we went to two red carpets last two week. Two red carpets last yes! week. Yes! See, see I'm not the famous yes! one. You two are the like, famous ones going to two we, uh, we didn't red carpets. I love, I love that people are like, they assume that just because like I'm in the film world, they're like, oh, you're famous. I'm like... That. Do you know? Do you know who I am? No. <laughs> then I'm like. Then technically, I'm not. Very, I don't we understand. We have to pivot really quick, really quick to the pivot, other red pivot, carpet. Pivot, pivot, Yes, please. Let's talk about that. The Let's Blair Witch Project. Twentieth anniversary red carpet with director. Oh, that's cool. Twenty years, guys. Eduardo Sanchez in the house. Um, the actor that played Mikey, Michael. 
or uh, is that is that the correct? Now, is it going to actually be in um, Burkittsville, maybe? Wait, wait, what was the what, the actor what that played he? Michael in? Uh, or, I, I, I might be getting the character name wrong. I think he might have even played himself because Heather played Heather. Yeah, because they all yeah, they played, all the played themselves. But uh, yes, I think it I is. I think there was a Mike Josh and a. Yeah, I believe it yeah. is Mike. Yeah, uh, Michael Mike. Uh, was one of the actors. Um, and some other smaller characters, though the people in, in the, the small town that were interviewed, yeah. they're on stage as well. well it's, as a, you know. it's at like near Frederick. I mean, are they going to hold? Well, it? they shot near Frederick, Emmitsburg. Uh, where they, they, they were going to. From what I heard, I mean, I actually mm-hmm. was going to audition for a, a film. He was going to do at the abandoned Frederick Town Mall, but apparently Frederick. Oh, Mallers. Yeah, they kind of yeah. like. Oh, did they? Did they? Did they, did they, they canceled because yeah. they wanted them to use the mall. Even though the mall is still abandoned, but yeah. but how cool is it to, to be a part of that cool event and yeah, be on the red really carpet cool. for that? Yeah, See, that was awesome. I guess an uh, iconic uh, found footage film, mm-hmm. which um, still really twenty years later the... people are talking yeah. about. Absolutely, you know? it really opened up the genre, you know, and the fact yes. that we can call it like it's a Maryland film, like is amazing. That made that did amazingly well. Yeah, it did. I mean, like in a micro budget, it was sixty thousand. Granted, okay, now now we all need I'm to remember that this was this was made like the ni- okay. in nineteen ninety four. Right, the sixty thousand dollars was their budget, roughly, you know, more mm-hmm. or less. Right. Um, and then it continued on from there. Got went to Sundance, got national distribution. I think worldwide yeah. distribution. Sundance. It made two hundred fifty million dollars. Don't forget, this is the nineties. Well, I, I so know. I heard it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the biggest. Yeah. Profit of a movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, you shot with $60,000, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the amount of yep. the amount of low-tech techness there was going on in that film yeah, you're uh, right. is yep. major. Granted, you know, most of the budget, is, I'm not surprised in the least, you know, mm-hmm. was spent on developing the film that they shot on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, it was, It was like, cool to see again. Guys, no, like, this is, it, like, in our back freaking yard. Where like, was that? Was where was that at? Big. So this was in Frederick, Maryland, the Weinberg mm-hmm. uh, Center for the Arts. Yes. Okay, they had cool. a reception uh, across the street mm-hmm. held which, by phenomenology yes which was company. great they Fantastic had some great work great brews they had some chocolate by porter. vanish Man, yes I, I vanish I miss that. baked ziti what else i mean it, yes. was, it was a really good it event was, it was it was an awesome so we event. had two red carpets in one week so yeah two red carpets in one week <laughs> yeah zero red carpets just a lot of driving back in the mic oh i had zero <laughs> red carpets just a lot of driving yeah oh zero red carpets. oh i was on set now this is crazy because i was on set on friday on amc's dispatches from elsewhere wrapped within two out. This is literally my shortest day ever on yeah, a set. Yeah, your texts to me were pretty funny. Which I was is like, wild. I couldn't believe it. Obviously, do you know what? I have you beat. I spent more time on, in the car commuting the than I was on set because nice our scene payday. was so yes. short. Nice payday, though. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a fun payday. So I was able to drive from PA to Frederick and with pretty much no stops because I have all the traffic coming oh, yeah, back. Traffic is I was like, do I have time to go home or can I go? I remember you were texting me. You were so like, Hey, this is like the 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 receptions beforehand, right? Not afterwards. It's like, yep. And you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. you're like, God bless it. All right, I'm going. I'm okay, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because I wasn't sure <laughs> if I was gonna make the reception yeah. in time. So I'm glad. No, I'm did. so happy you made it. Like it was, yeah. it was, no, it really was such a cool event. And I think especially yeah. because it was it was unique in the fact that like when I when I got my tickets to go and show yep. up and what have you, I was pretty much expecting it to be like you know, mostly film people, but it was, like, not only just film people, but just also mega fans of the film, right? Oh, that's cool. And that was really cool because, I mean, it is, in a way, a cult film, you it know? It is very, so, very so I heard, so, you know, yeah. I, so at the, during, during the introduction into the film, right, because they wanted to do, like, a little, 
basically the Secretary of Commerce for the state of Maryland had some words to say, and the, Frederick, mm-hmm. uh, the mayor of Frederick, of course, had some words to say. You know, every, you know it, it very much it was a big night for Maryland film. Yep. And it was really cool because in the introduction, you know, not only did they tell us, like, the statistics of the film, but there's also, like, a little documentary mm-hmm. about the film's impact mm-hmm. on local filmmakers, you know, by, by a local filmmaker, um, Jordan from Gypsy Cab Studios. You know, it was such a, it was oh. such a cool event, you That know? sounds, like, really awesome. I mean, yep. It was awesome. really awesome. It was, so it was so amazing. So we're going to pivot that to our next guest. Woohoo! Do you know what? We should have a pizza party here next week. I'm so down for that. <laughs> Well, next week's our uh, Halloween episode. Yeah, so everybody will be dressed in crazy attire. I wonder what this supermodel will be dressing up for Halloween because I think models, uh, just and beautiful women in general, can can wear the sexiest costumes for Halloween and turn heads. Um, She's appeared in Maxim magazine, which is everyone's favorite men's magazine. Um, She's um, a gorgeous supermodel um, and uh, originally from Poland. Uh, and she's yeah. here on Below the Belt show. We have Veronica Rogoska on the line. What's up, Veronica? Hi, guys. Hi. Nice to hear from you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi, nice, nice to meet you. All the questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good to have you on Below the Belt show. Is this um? Have you been on um, podcasts before, Veronica? Uh, maybe once or twice in my life before back in Poland. So it's been a while. Oh, it's been a while. Well, but I'm excited. Oh, good. This is, could this be one of your first American podcasts? First American, yes, for sure. That's oh, fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yes. So first of all, Nadia Atwal has been amazing for us on Below the Belt Show ever since we've been doing this show forever. And Joanna Krupa has, has been a fixture on our show a few years back. And now we have another Polish hottie in Veronika Rogoska. <laughs> so we got to uh, bring it, you know, keep bringing on the Polish supermodels. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting there, you know. <laughs> we are working, and, you know, I'm, I'm becoming a star, so you better keep me. So. But so, so you're, not only are you a model, you have a, a master's degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. So yeah. are you, so you're currently working in the, um, in that field, in addition to doing modeling as well? Exactly. I'm a journalist. I have my own website where I'm posting articles. Oh, that's cool. Like psychological coaching. I want to encourage women, especially to do better in their life. I want to inspire for like positivity and uh, like a positive change in life for people and do some business coaching as well. And I'm sharing my life. I'm sharing I'm, it's, it's my life and I'm open about it. And I want to help people, you know. I want to be the side that help people, people go through their, their life path and like, so everything from them. relationships to life to business advice. Yeah. So there's really no limits exactly. on no topics that are off. Oh, that's that, that's you know. Yeah. Nothing wow. is off limit, you know. Wow. I how about uh, about, how about uh, relationships with, or how about intimacy uh, or uh, questions about um, um, sex or <laughs> that kind of thing. It's <laughs> like this is part of the life. You know, um, yeah. I'm yeah. open about anything that's going on, and I'm open for, for to answer people's questions about it. And if you check my website, you can find topics about intimacy, about relationship, about like dating, dating clues, about uh, how to act in, the, in like personal life, how to present yourself. And I want people to be confident, and I want people to believe in themselves. Well, and well I, plug I the website. Plug the website here on Below the Belt Show for us, please. Trueimage.co, 
and this is my website. But what I'm doing, what is really like interesting and extraordinary, I also post uh, articles on Instagram. So oh, nice. after oh, that's every cool. picture, yeah, that's after fantastic. Every picture, I'm uh, I'm posting like article about life, about uh, love, about uh, business, about you know people's issues and what mm-hmm. I heard, what I experienced, what I went through. So uh, there's an article, there's a picture, and there's an article. This is a specific thing for models, because usually models, they post beautiful pictures of themselves, like some yeah. makeup, Photoshop, whatever, and then yes. like some, you know, teeth or the heart. But people don't <laughs> you know, realize it's, like, the model's life is tough. I dated a model, and like, she was <laughs> traveling all the time. I mean, she had to like, make sure it's tough to, to date exercise models. all the time. Oh, no, no, I, mean, I, I mean, just like the traveling yes, and yes. trying to... Keep in shape and all that. Yes, you yeah, dude, you're right. Yeah, so they have a tough life. It's not easy. I mean, people think, hey, and it's the guys easy. that date them too, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it was oh tough. God. I mean, exactly. we, we would spend time yeah, together, but it wasn't a lot of time because she was always on the road. Exactly, like always on the road. It's such an instability. You have to really be a strong, mature person. Yeah. You have to really be ready for adventure. You're always judged. You are always judged by others. And you have to really know deep down who you are. Yeah, right. And you have to know what you really want to do because bowling is very unstable. It's it's here and now, but mm-hmm. you have to yeah. really build your background. Okay. So um, you know, I want people to like to know that models we have a lot to say. We really do things besides modeling. We are mm-hmm. you know we take care of our per- like development, personal development, and yep. we have education. We have brains. Mm-hmm. We have yes. our goals, and I we have ambition. I love it. I loved, uh, so when Veronica, hey, my name's Alexis, and, you know, something that I, when Al was sending us, you know, the the pieces on who was going to be calling tonight, um, I think the quote that, like, I absolutely loved that you have on, like, your website um, that you created was be the light that, shot, that helps others see, and I think that that is absolutely yeah. stunning. Um, I think that's absolutely beautiful, and I can't wait personally to read all of your stuff because I'm totally gonna go home and do that <laughs> later. Yeah, you should. Like I, I, you know, can, I think you can be inspired, and I think that the, it's always something to learn from others. And through sharing the truth and sharing the the real truth about our life, we can help so many people because so many people are lost. They absolutely. don't know what they want to do. They know. Yep. They are like lost in their life. And sad, and they have they're going for a loss, and they need some support, and they need some to see that some people like really went through it, and they got stronger, and then you know encouraging each other and helping each other is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah we and do need more of that nowadays. It seems like there's a lot of people who just think about themselves and stuff, helping others, and yeah, I'm so we sorry. forget about kindness. We forget yep. about kindness, about support, about you know empathy. You know. It's natural human instinct, and we should yeah. we should keep it in ourselves. And I and I and I love sharing with people, mm-hmm. and I think that truth has such a power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, truth has such a power. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. So, how did you enjoy being featured in the Maxim magazine? Because it's a very nice. Um, very nice uh, interview yeah. that you had there, but uh, let's just uh, go over some of the, the finer points that I, I, I thought. You find sexy in a man is confidence, ambition, strength, and sensitivity. Okay. So are there yes. any are there any other qualities <laughs> that uh, that that are ch- that that you that you wanted no, to no, include no, but you really I couldn't think. say? Like is, is Oh my god. It's energy, you know, it's energy of the man. It's 
just the charisma, it's energy, it's the, the power the man has, and also like the level of kindness and sensitivity. I don't like guys who are like douchebags, you know, like who are natural from the first sight. It's just such a turn off. Mm-hmm. Really? That's what I like. It's, yeah, okay. successful person, strong, uh, ambitious, confident, but also with like with a real. But see, you don't want too confident because you know? I mean, yeah. so um, yeah. So on a first date, should should a guy always pay, or should you split the bill on a first date? Never, ever, ever, ever split the bill because the man has to be a gentleman, and I'm really old. See, the guy always has to pay. See, I that's what it is. You're making them split. You you I put wanna, your credit card down, and you ask for her credit card, right, Paul? <laughs> I wanna. I really. I do wanna. I wanna jump in here, but like, so I definitely find that that's totally like it. Like. It's interesting because I'm dating a Belarusian, right? And then oh, my roommate, nice. cool. and then my roommate um, <laughs> Veronica is is Polish as well. So like, wow, what a tie! So what a all of the, oh, I, yeah, I've, gra- I've got the Eastern Polish. European, you know, <laughs> people in my in my apartment, and so like they always, you know, and they're both men, of course, and they're always like, absolutely, like we should be the ones paying for the bill. Whereas like if you come over here oh. in America, like definitely 100%, you will totally see Splitting. a mix. It'll yes, be a mix. Mix, it, mix. You right. know, it could be that the I try to always pay. I mean, I try. To be a gentleman or, and pay, right? but yes, it could be either or. Exactly. But you know what? Here's what were we saying. Do you know? Here's the thing. Though. If I pay, sometimes women get offended by that because they're like, "Oh, you don't or think you I have be, money?" I wouldn't be, you know. Yeah. No, I think like it's not a control. It's just like having a good manners, and I like good manners. It's just showing who you are. Yes. Like you mm-hmm. tend to take care of the woman, and like, okay, you are proposing a, a, a date, so you should take care of the date. Yes. This is the place, and the man should take care of it. The woman gives you a time, and the most time woman is everything. So I would mm-hmm. say that, you know, let's say it's traditional when it comes to paying for dinners and dating that way. Let's, you know, Western Europe is so much about like reading, oh, it's like equal rights, but certain things that we should stay traditional, we should enjoy our, you know, position. You know, man is a man, woman is a woman, and I mm-hmm. think it's yeah. so beautiful, you mm-hmm. know, to respect our genders and, and know our own rules. In the, in the society. Right. So on a first date, you were asked if you would kiss a guy on the first date. You said you would, but it depends on the connection, the chemistry, and that's very true. Um, what about sex on the first date? <laughs> yeah, no, you, no, you, usually it's about the third date. That's such, yeah, that's definitely such a gray area. Yeah, what do you think? Well, I always <laughs> did it on the third date, but I mean, maybe that's just me. Too much. How many dates? How many dates? I don't know. It's really, it's, again, I guess it depends can, on the person. Depends on the person, the chemistry. You know, the chemistry is such as something that we cannot really control. So it just happens. This is the energy we can can control. It's like chemicals coming in, mm-hmm. and like okay, we are like okay. I don't control. I I I'm dropping my own rules. I'm just breaking it down. I'm like going for it. You know, you just feel it. Yeah. So it's all about that. It could be second date. It could be even first date. I heard like so many marriages after like you know first <laughs> date and they went straight away. The point and like yeah. together like for ages and ages. So strong. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, someone got pregnant. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. So your girl crushes yes. I'm reading are Jessica Alba and Alessandra Ambrosio, which I think are two very good. Yeah. Classy. Uh, yeah. So, so um, are you into girls and guys or just strictly guys and you occasionally? Oh, well, so basically, uh, are you into girls and guys both? <laughs> no, um, no, no, I'm definitely not. I'm like so, so straight. And I'm. Um, you know, I, I think I'm so, such a woman. I'm yeah. so like a walking feminity, and I'm like, I'm, there's nothing what's 
really managed in me. I'm really, I'm sensitive, I'm fruity, I'm like crazy sometimes. I have all my colors that they want to have. And I'm really like into men. I need a man in my life, like a real man. I'm a real woman, so I need a real man. And I, and I so, so far, it's like works, you know? I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy Matt in my life. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> and if, if you're lucky that's enough, great to hear. If you're lucky enough to date Veronica, you sleep naked yeah. because it feels natural. We have to wear clothes and masks every day, so that's why you sleep naked. So do you I, know, okay, I hate to say it, I do that sometimes too exactly. myself. But okay. it is it is more comfortable. I have to admit. <laughs> it's so natural. Like it's how, how you want to be born naked, right? So yeah, like, you're right. It's really it's really natural. It's organic thing. And I think it's, it's great because every day we think what to wear, how to look, what kind of makeup should we put on, what kind of shoes should we wear, and like we play different roles. We, we, we get out of the, the bed and like we start playing different roles, like uh, as a, you know, husband, as a worker, as an assistant, whatever. And we like have so much to, to, to put on ourselves. So that's why like it's like the, the most like organic national time we have. And I think like Nick is so, so like free and such a natural thing to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I enjoy it. And I feel like men, they don't... Yeah. <laughs> they, they have nothing against that. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against that. <laughs> I think most guys win. Especially right. if you look like Veronica. Look at your Instagram. You have 35,000 followers, which is pretty yes, impressive. Girl. See, I have 300 on oh, Twitter. Oh, 300. You need to increase that. Shame on you. Like, who the fuck you are? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, I love it. Street fire, guys. Would you not date a guy if they had very few followers? <laughs> Is that a red flag? Hey, I've been on TV shows. And I, I do stunts. So I, like, I don't know. Uh, are I you? think I wouldn't like to date a guy who's like having like a ton of followers. I like the guys who are like serious with their career and like doing like a big lawyer and like economics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of, you know, I'm so much in the media world. So I think like I need somebody so much like the outside of it. and like not so much into the promotion. That makes sense. Yeah. Because you know it's like balancing powers and like having different perspectives and it's like opens your mind more. When you're all the time around media people you get wild because you feel like yes. oh we are popular we have to do pretend this that and it's stress it's stressing you out. Yeah see so I'm just I not into the media thing like it's like I don't care what people think about me. I mean, maybe it's just the way I am. I mean, I, I, I think some actors like like that kind of lifestyle. It's just I'm just not that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't care what people say. I'm just who I am, and I, I really enjoy it. You know, I'm just turned 20, 27 today. Oh, well, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, shoot, that's oh right. Oh, dude, birthday. that's right. Nadia yeah. reminded me. It's, it's actually in, in an hour, uh, right? Tomorrow, though, right? It's actual today. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, it's actually today. Oh, my goodness. Wait, wait, shouldn't you be in a New York hotspot at a table full of models and rich men uh, buying (laughs) bottles at this point in New York? I I don't know. It is your birthday. Yeah. You know, I'm just enjoying the time with my friends and having a party and, like, drinking champagne and... Wait, you're you know, calling us on your birthday? This is amazing. You're that so is. Sweet. Yeah, but I feel like I love talking to you guys on my birthday. Oh, that's cool. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. So fun. See, I see we feel so it. special right now because it's like, who does that? Who calls <laughs> and does interviews you on know, their birthday? Yeah. That's great. Like, just, maybe you guys maybe you are my birthday present. You know? Oh, oh that's cool. Well you would be oh a birthday god. present oh, for any guy. For any guy would be happy to have you. 
for their birthday. Yes, I know. October 23rd, 1992. Yes, you are 27 today. Wow. It's now, I, I have to ask birthday. a question. Uh, do you do a lot of cooking at all? Please drink me like. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask a question. Uh, do you do a lot of cooking? Uh, because my grandmother was a second generation from her mother was Polish and she didn't even speak a word of English, but my grandmother did, and she was a great cook. I was just wondering if you do a lot of cooking or if you just kind of just go with, with the flow and just go to restaurants uh, or. Honey, yeah, I live in New York City, Manhattan, so nobody cooks. Everybody. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> loves, everybody loves outside. Yeah, I guess you can have anything you want in Manhattan. That's yeah, true. But I, I used to cook. I used to cook in the past, and I'm a good cooker. But, but you know what? The, the Polish food is great. Most people don't realize that. The pierogies? Polish food is amazing. It is. They're so yummy. But, you know, after after moving to New York, I changed my head because I like going out, socializing, I like trying different types of food. It's so international. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. think it's so cool. fun, you know, trying all those dishes like all over the world and different restaurants. It's so fun, but if I if I need to, I, I can cook easily, you know? Yeah. It's so much fun of cooking and it's, uh, you can use your creativity and um, it, it's like good for your, good for your skills and just, Reveal the stress and it's, it's yeah. fun, but I, I like, I'm, I'm like, but, but you like right to now. go out and enjoy other stuff too. I like, I, I'm spoiled right now. So I like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the best food is in New York? And I bet you you probably overlook it. You should check out some of the like the small pizza shops. That oven brick pizza in New York is great. Right. I mean, why? Uh, not for models. <laughs> mm. I, I know. <laughs> just it's diet. just do once, once or twice. But just not. I know you have to kind of keep the carbs down. I do the same thing, <laughs> but it's like, but uh, just as a cheat day type of thing. Do you have a cheat day with pizza once in a while? Oh. Uh, so funny, you can't believe right now, but I have a Tuesday almost every day, and I'm like, I have no limits, and I like uh, burgers, I like French fries, oh, French fries, because like French fries is like my favorite dish. Like people are laughing at it, but I like, I love like good burger with a good beef inside and like French fries, oh, and like wow. pasta, like, Italian food, and the sushi. Oh no, there's like, I, it's totally unhealthy. I really, but I work out. Well, that's right. the key. You have there to work you out. Go. But, like, Vlad, my boyfriend Vlad and I are are almost dead serious that like French fries are such a big part of our life that we're like, well, I think we're gonna have this at our wedding. French fries. <laughs> we're gonna have French fries at our wedding. Are you gonna have regular French fries or are you gonna have sweet <laughs> so potato or you know? we're truffle? Gonna have, we're gonna have. Oh, have you had truffle fries yeah. with truffle oil? Oh, I've yeah. never had that. Veronica, what's your fries. what's your favorite kind of fry? Put the truffles on my head, I'm happy, you know? Oh, yes. Yes. All yes. Over, you know? Truffles on pizza, I love it. Pasta, truffles, truffles on the, on French fries, it's always a good idea. I love it. I have a, like, I should have a champagne with truffles back tonight because it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, Veronica, I just followed, you know? I just followed you on uh, your Instagram, which Same. is, which is Veronathali. Um, is yeah. that your it's first, name. first and second name together? Nice. Like Are you Veronica on Twitter? Because I'm not on Instagram, so I would follow you on Twitter if you're on Twitter. Uh, no, on Twitter. No Twitter? I'm okay. Instagram, and it's so much, you know? It's yeah. so much work and pressure, like, <laughs> just on Instagram. There oh, you yes. Go. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to give up on, like, Twitter. So we're going to follow you. And, again, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Means so much. Thank you so much. And throughout your so website, nice so your funny. website one more time, Veronica, what is your website? It's true. It's 
trueimage.co. True image. Yes, yeah. trueimage.co. As I said, I really appreciate the truth, and I want to share the truth. And uh, I like to be real, and I like real oh, that's people cool. around me. Yeah, because yeah. there are so many oh, fake here it is. people nowadays. It's on, it's on your Instagram, trueimage.co. <laughs> Sweet. It's on her Instagram, guys. So, it's Veronica, amazing. happy birthday again. See, Thanks I'm not for on Instagram, in. so I can't see it. Thank, I apologize. Thank you Thanks so for calling much, in and below the belt. We'll have to do this again. And if you could, let us know who you are and throw out your Instagram or, or a plug, and then let us know you're on Below the Belt when you get a chance. Yeah. So, uh, Veronica, just say, uh, just uh, do a little promo for us. You're going to announce who you are. Say, you're Veronica, and then okay. let us know that you're on Below the Belt show, and then throw out a catchphrase or a plug at the end. Uh, so, I'm Veronica Rogowska. I'm a model. I'm a psychologist. And... Uh, I'm doing acting as well. I'm playing. I'm gonna play in some music video clips. I just got a good information from producers, and I'm developing my career as a coach and journalist. So I'm doing modeling and a journalist, and I'm a psychologist too, and a student. Awesome. And let's know you're City, on bo- in New York City. And then, yeah, you're listening to Below the Belt show. Excuse me. And say at the end, you're listening to Below the Belt. I'm listening to radio. Yeah, below the belt radio or below the belt show. Below, below the belt radio. Yeah, you want to try that? You want to try that one more time and just radio. add below the belt at the end? Yeah. Okay, ready to go. I'm and go ahead. I'm listening to below the belt radio. Perfect. Perfect. That's awesome. There you go. Yay, we'll, Veronica. We'll, we'll all that. We'll add Thank all that so in. Much. Veronica, thanks so much for calling in to BTV. Thanks a lot. Happy uh, birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Have a great evening. Kisses, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. She is she awesome. Is Smoking hottie. Make sure you follow her. With mega brains. Yeah. Like a we're, master's degree. We're Ron Nathalie uh, on Instagram. W-E-R-O Nathalie. I like... Her- only want to talk to her about like everything always. She seems like <laughs> she seems the a most good genuine human person. She wants yeah. you to pay on your first date, Paul. Yeah, hey, I do that most of the time. Okay, all right, just say it. I just think all it's I wanted, <laughs> all I wanted to do was. But do you know what? I've offended girls before trying to pay because they're like, "Oh, we don't have money." It's like really, I'm trying well, to do something nice because it's just this generation now. Well, yeah, and I that's know. like, and that's one of the things that like I love talking to, and that's why I was like, I really want to ask her this question. I was like, I don't know if we're gonna have time, but like. It's it's fascinating to see and talk to people from different cultures right. and like their dating tendencies and stuff like that. So like <laughs> yeah yeah of course you know. But wait a Polish, second, aren't no, you dating? Hold on, hold on, okay. wait. My Polish roommate would be like, yes, I should be the gentleman. So like that thinking seems to me to be almost very Eastern European. You know what I mean? Right. It's like that it's very cultural. That's very you know the gentleman should be the gentleman, the lady should be the lady kind of thing, which is you know very romantic yeah, and traditional. Yeah, too. And traditional, but just to me very romantic because it's so. Yeah. N- I'll be honest with you, really nice after dating a whole bunch of a holes in h- here oh. in America. So. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, having that background, it's kind of nice. Can I, can I be honest? So you calling all Americans a holes? No, I'm just saying that they could, you know, <laughs> oh, that Americans Lord. could learn something too. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of ones that. Yeah, there is pretty people. bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That was an awesome interview. So. Uh, throw out a couple She's more a, sweetie. a couple she more is. TV things so Silicon Valley Please. is ending I if thought that already ended I didn't no, realize it was still uh, going the on upcoming um, season 6 will be now, the, the one last. guy did he get kicked off for all the controversy yes TJ Miller is no I, I, I don't believe he's on the cast anymore yes you're right 
But yes, yeah, Zach Woods is back, and Thomas Middletich, and uh, can I be honest with you guys? And uh, Kumail yes. Nanjiani is back for the final season of. Sixth and final season of Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yeah. You know, I haven't even seen it yet. I, I saw the first season, one. and then I yeah. just kind of was out of it. Yeah, no, it but then again, T.J. Miller was the key to that show, and it's was. like when he left, it's just like... Yeah, yeah. The, see, this is where controversy can, unfortunately, um, derail a career. Um, Especially when you work on House of Cards. That really... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're alluding to Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, also, so HBO is also... This is where I'm a little confused. HBO is also doing HBO Max. Have you heard about this? So HBO Max is going to be their but, streaming platform. But doesn't platform. HBO own Cinemax or is that Showtime? No. Well, HBO has HBO On Demand. They have um, HBO Go. So HBO Max will be another iteration of HBO with, with strictly for streaming. And well, well, I thought that was HBO Go. I'm confused well, now. So HBO Go is the regular HBO premium channel on the internet. Okay. <laughs> which I'm really confused. Ma- <laughs> HBO Max will be another entity of HBO, supposedly, and they're getting their own content too. I don't know why they're doing uh, another okay. HBO. But anyway, it's called HBO Max. They're gonna. And they do, all have Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know, right? So this will be another series. Uh, so this is a uh, series called um, the Shelley Society. It's gonna be by the team of Riverdale, um, oh. and it's a drama. Follows a young Shelley, a Mary Shelley, and her, a band of fellow romantics. Um, as they battle supernatural threats. That sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> including the creature from Mary Shelley's own Frankenstein. Okay. So, so it, sounds like it sounds like there's going to be a lot of literature, like classic literature references Yeah. In the, yes. So kind of like the, so, what was yeah. that show that was on a few years ago? Was it, no, it wasn't The Librarians. It was something similar to that, though. Um, um, do you remember that show? It was... Oh, The Magicians. The Magicians. Oh, wait, the librarians? No, it wasn't the, no, it wasn't yeah, the magicians. They, there was a show that had, like, the literary had, bad yeah. guys in it. Maybe it was the librarians. Yeah. Was it Once Upon a Time? No, it wasn't Once Upon a Time. That was Disney <laughs> characters. <laughs> <laughs> that was everybody from Disney. Yeah, you're right. So, I actually, um, HBO Max sounds like an adult thing. You it kind of does. Let's yeah. be honest. Ah, well, he, here's another show. So, it's a, for Crazy Rich Asians fans, they're, they're working on a, a series called The Hose. <laughs> No way. But it's an Asian family. Hasn't they're not. Wait, that, is that going to be on they're HBO Max? They're not literal Max. hoes, but it's going to be HBO Max. <laughs> well, that's like that's like people calling like things like Shit's Creek and stuff like that. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, but, it's but like you know, knows. but you know, somebody's going to watch that thinking it's something else. Right. And it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. So it's a, a comedic, full-hearted documentary style in the spirit of Crazy yes. Asians. That's also going to be on HBO Max. And Monica Lewinsky has teamed up with Catfish co-producer Max Joseph to produce. 15 Minutes of Shame, a documentary for HBO Speaking Max. Speaking of Monica Mon- cool. Lewinsky, did you hear the good news about this area? Uh, yeah, I was going to actually get to that. Okay, I'll let you get yeah, to that. Yeah, that was the pivot point for next. But HBO Max, um, this series will be about the culture of public shaming. And as you know... Mm. There's Mon- a lot of that going around. Monica and Only Bill, let's it. just say, don't smoke Bill Clinton cigars. Oh, my <laughs> as God. They, as they alluded to in the Zombieland trailer. You're right. Um, Yes. Actually, in a the movie they had that too. So you well, need to yes. watch the movie. I have to watch the movie, but they made I will, a joke honestly, about that. I will totally 100% watch that. No. Like, it's that an awesome movie. You would enjoy it. Oh, but no, yes, I meant the Paul. documentary that's coming out. I oh, I, I thought you meant the <laughs> zombie land. Oh, no, of course. I already said I want to see that. So, Paul, you jumped ahead to the next part yeah, of the I'm sorry I blew it Thank for you. Thank you, but that's okay. The president is missing. So, yes, this is Bill Clinton's um, Showtime series based on a novel that the president co-wrote with... Um, I don't know who James Patterson. Is that who? Okay, I'm pretty sure it's James Patterson. So it stars stars David Olilowo, 
It will be shot in Baltimore early next year, um, which is great because uh, Governor Larry Hogan said in a news release that it will become another successful series for our state. Now, this Larry Hogan is all for productions in Maryland. Yes, he is. He, yes. I think he's a fan of the the little Hollywood in Maryland. He's a fan I of it. I freaking love Larry Hogan. Yeah, yeah he's great. The, yeah. Go, excuse me, Governor Larry. Governor Hogan. Larry freaking Hogan. What him. you gonna do, brother? Freaking so, um, love him. so a lot of uh, local um, businesses have, have thrived and, and, and boomed um, due to production of House of Cards, and yep. hope, mm-hmm. hope the same thing will be the case. Now, this is they're shooting a pilot. And I, I, I don't. I, I, I think it's been picked up. So because I heard rumors. Okay, so it's been picked up to a full series. Okay, yes. good, good, good. So this will be great. Um, um, and um, so unlike House of Cards, uh, which was a, a lot of this in the soundstage, production of The President is Missing will be centered in Baltimore. Almost all the filming will be done in the city, um, even though it's set in Washington D.C. I mean, Baltimore yes. is similar to D.C. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of well, Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore is just a thousand times easier to get permanent. And you know what? Exactly. Every time we filmed yes. in D.C., we had to sit on a bus, and they, yeah. then they were complaining about the bus being yeah. parked there. So it was just, <laughs> it was just a nightmare for yeah. production. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. Not a not a fan of the waiting on the bus as a holding area. That's definitely not cool. Um, but yeah, this is really exciting for the D.M.V. acting community. That is um, for the D.M.V. film community too. I mean, everything. Yeah. All film community. Yes, yes. I got to think about behind the camera too. Yeah. Uh, that, I helped bridge that gap. What can I say? Yes, I yes, say? you're right. For both sides of the camera, for sure. I, t- I mean, it's so exciting because, like, I know I, I was speaking mm-hmm. um, with somebody from the Maryland Film Office mm-hmm. on Friday at oh, the Blair cool. Witch Project um, anniversary screening. And so, right. you know, that they, they're they very, very happy with the fact that a lot of the old House of Cards crew, you know, are, are going to be back in action and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I just worked with a bunch of those guys down in uh, Virginia. Such, and you'll know then that it's such a family. Yes, it is. You know, it's I mean, so they, they all work amazing. together still. It's like crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like once you're part of, you know, once you're in the family, you're, you're part of the family. And yep. that, that just to me is so DMV, like heavy and positive and so wonderful yeah. so we're super excited welcome the president is missing welcome 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 <laughs> welcome welcome yes another, we love you another incentive uh for the um dmv film community there you go yeah. um so i know you're um, a walking dead fan yes do you want did I, you watch episode i, I didn't work on the, the new season. show yet did you not yet, but did you see last Sunday's episode? Well, actually, no, I have worked on it, but I can't say. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I didn't, right. get a, I didn't get a chance to work on it. Yeah. I, I was invited to be a stand-in. I just couldn't make yeah. it because I was filming on something else and it just sucked. Yeah, but are you watching the current season, season 10? Um, I missed last episode. So Okay, the, last Sunday's you missed. Okay. So, yeah, so, you know, we got that alpha and beta backstory, yes. which is very pivotal <laughs> for this upcoming uh and I uh, worked with Ryan Hurst too, and yeah, he could be your bro- brother. I mean, you guys are. Well, I was I was right? a stand-in for a couple times, but yeah. his main stand-in was actually his friend, who you actually see as a zombie there a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually a lot shorter. He looks nothing like Ryan, but he wears big shoes. Oh, to, he to, to be a stand-in. <laughs> he yes. works a little. Yeah, his his right. name is Jackson. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, if you got to be. If, well, but, but, a, but I mean, the you zombie, guys are about the same. The height, zombie though. that kind of wears a cowboy hat with the long. Okay. Older looking guy, kind of okay. skinny with a right. goatee. That's that's Jackson. So but yeah, you see him in a lot of Ryan Hurst stuff. Man, this episode was great, by the way. So they um, so they had the encounter with the whispers again. The, our our yep. our heroes, Carol and Carol, is still very traumatized by Henry's death last season. You know what? I'm surprised so she's not traumatized about the kids. I would think that would be more traumatizing than Henry. I mean, I know Henry was closer. Well, she is she's traumatized by her first. Um, daughter, but you have to remember. No, I'm, this is no, I'm talking about the other one. kids. The kids that like she took in, and they wound up like the one killed the other one, and she had to kill yeah. her. Yeah. So the you, so like her step so, first set of step kids. So, so yes, this 
you when you watch the episode, you'll see that 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 she does have the visions of Henry and the other children okay. that were in her life. So, you know, I guess we would talk about it because uh, I don't know if you care, but yes. So, <laughs> Carol has been pill popping uh, to oh, deal okay. with with with, uh, with a lot so of. So is that why she's been on the boat for and, so and, long? And because of that, she's getting she's having these hallucinations. So she's hallucinating Henry in the scene. She's hallucinated about like an alternate reality with Daryl cooking breakfast and Henry sitting in the kitchen. Oh man, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah, and also she saw a book with with um, which was a family, a mother carrying like a plate of food with four yes. children. She looked at the book and and then it changed from some s- drawing of the book to Carol with Henry, uh, Sophia. Uh, the two girls yep. uh, that killed each other. <laughs> the yep. one dog. Yeah. Um, and uh, I believe the the kid uh, from Alexandria. So all okay. of them were seated at the table. It was a very, very odd. <laughs> that does sound odd pretty seat. odd. Yeah. So now, um, were they zombies or were they just people? No, it was she. She was um, hallucinating um, the cover of the book. Okay. So they were pictured on the book. Okay. So Carol was serving them like a plate of food. Um, but yet, actually, uh, Henry's neck seemed to still have like the scar, uh, okay. the scar from being uh, having his head chopped off. And they brought the actor back. That's uh, kind of cool to, to reprise his role. So, um, yeah. So you know, because of that, you know, she almost shot Alpha, but because there were so many other people on Michonne, stopped Carol from like pushed Carol's uh, okay. hand down from okay. shooting Alpha because she was so upset and prevented. The war from happening earlier than well, it should. I, I could see some. So, I, I'm pretty sure I know who's going to go after Alpha. I mean, I'm pretty gonna sure it's going to be Negan. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So Negan had a really interesting um, uh, story with um, Aaron. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Cause... So Aaron and Negan had a really cool, um, a lot of cool scenes together. But you know what and... I'm getting into? Did you ever watch Fear of the Walking Dead? The current season. The current so, season was actually uh... good. The early seasons I didn't like as much, but the current actors they have I like a lot better. And the way it ended. It well, ended the actors are great. Yeah, Maggie Grace, you have Jenna Elfman, and uh, um, I actually just started uh, season five. Yeah, the current season. I I still have uh, that to go through as well. It's not okay. To watch this, but. Yes. Oh, uh, on a side note, Fear the Walking Dead interviews for our Halloween episode next week. Pre, uh, pre-recorded interviews that I conducted with the cast at the Split Screens Festival in oh, New York City. Oh, that's awesome. We're gonna, um, you're gonna hear interviews now. Granted, this is prior to the premiere of season five, as we've been getting through all our like on-location contents, but so much. But I talked to Alicia Dedman Carey, Coleman Domingo, oh, that's Jenna awesome. Elfman, Dinai Garcia. And Austin Emilio. Oh, man. That's who great. Who plays... Um, Let's see if you can get it. Oh, man. I forgot his character's name. Dwight. Dwight. Thank you. Dwight. <laughs> you guys said that at the same time. <laughs> yes. That was really adorable. Jinx. <laughs> so those Jinx interviews we played next coat. week, but we got other another great on-location interview that we're going to play at the end of the program. I'll announce that when we get there. Um NBC streaming news, Freddie Prince Jr. has joined the cast of the... Is he still acting? Yes, Yes, he's joined the cast of NBCU's Punky Brewster pilot. Really? So Punky Brewster's... There's actually going to be a Punky Brewster again. Yes, and Soleil Moon Fry is reprising a role, and Sherry Johnson will be returning to be our best friend, and she was the best friend I hate to series. say something but I mean did you have you seen Soleil Moon Fry recently she looks great she looks great G- great she looks fantastic so wait how, why did you have to preface that with I hate to say something <laughs> oh how yeah. she looks now she looks well, why, yeah why would that hate why would I hate to say why would that or did I hear say? did I mishear in like a half to say something <laughs> like alright cool 
Oh, nah. don't, don't you mean I have to say? Nah, I, I was, think, I wasn't don't you mean I, I have, I have to, say, to say, not a hate to yeah, say? I, think, I was like, did you say hate or half? No. Did you mean half or hate? <laughs> I meant half. Half to half. Did you I just mean, snort like Miss Snort? Yes, I think I did. Yes, uh, I did. It's contagious I now. It, it's contagious. You're getting it next. I love <laughs> it. I love <laughs> it. You're getting it next. So reboots are like the new rage. Um, So Alyssa Milano and Harry Potter. You know, wait, wait a second. Okay. Alyssa Marie, um, sorry, Alyssa Milano, Holly Marie Combs are talking about doing a Charmed film. Now, there's a Charmed series yeah. on the CW. That's yeah. not very good. Which I interviewed some of the cast of New York oh, Comic Con. <laughs> I know. But they want to do uh, a film just for the fans because the, the reboot show is a lot different, a lot different than um, the Charmed that we yep. knew and loved. And they're... Um, Representatives for Netflix and CBS want to be a part of this. Oh, that so. sounds pretty cool. So that's then it sounds cool. like it's definitely getting made. Yes. 100%. So, yeah, but what net, which network, it's up to them. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, well, they do don't... You, know what, you mean it's up to them as I... Well, Alyssa Milano has so much money. She, she, could, yeah. she could put fingers. it out herself. I mean, she yeah. could, yeah, but then, you know, I, I'm sure fans of the new Charmed on CW... I don't know. I, you know, I wonder. How I'm they not feel a big fan this. of the new one, to be honest but, with you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You gave it a shot though, right? I watched you wanted one, to like one episode. Of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'm not for and this. I'll say that for yeah. I'll say that for the CW. Like when they have hits, yeah. they have hits. But like right. a lot of you know they are. But like the 90210 thing, that they're was... really good at getting content out there. And sometimes right. it's like the idea is there, but it's mm. just the execution that yeah. is right. lacking. And sometimes hate to say it. No, I don't hate to say it. Sometimes it's also the actors. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Sometimes I'm also like, all right, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. It was a little rough. <laughs> um, speaking of reboots, Clueless. Apparently, um, a new hour-long TV version of Clueless is in the works by CBS TV Studios. Apparently, um, a lot of the original cast wants to come back, even Stacey Dash. Um, I don't Silver know if Stone. she'll be back or not. She's had a lot of controversy, but... Um, yeah. But yeah, the reboots are hot right now. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to. Uh, you know what? I want to see an Outsiders oh. WGN reboot. Are you sure it's not the reboot of the Thomas C. Thomas Howell Outsiders? I think a lot of people want to see no, that. No, I don't want to be on that one. I okay. wasn't on that show. <laughs> I was on the WGN one with David well, Morris and those people. To have a reboot, don't you need to be like off the air for a little while? I mean, it, that, that just, it's been two, well, maybe <laughs> two seasons. So yes, it's it's long enough. Actually, I mean, I, I, well, even just to pick don't it up a where it left. Se- yeah, a sequel series, I think, is what you mean. Yes, a se- yeah, a reboot, I guess, wouldn't. Well, I mean, yeah, a sequel series. Because, yeah. I mean, you could the way it ended, you could kind of redo. Yeah. I don't know if I like all these reboots. You don't like no. The Outsiders? I mean, no, 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 no. I just said well, I don't know if show, I like course, all the yeah. reboots in general. I'm just like, it was good yeah. where it was. Let's, like, leave it alone. If 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 it, it paid. See, this is where I'm Do okay want- with it. As long as it pays homage to the original. See, no, so no. the CW um, yeah. show uh, Charm did not pay so much homage to the original. I think that's why they want to do this movie. But yeah. like, there's well, like examples. The of, Diaries did a great job the, with that. There's a lot of example. Yeah, like um, a lot of the CW, like the um, the superhero shows on CW. Yeah, yeah they're know? great. Those are awesome. They pay homage. Those to, are um, really awesome. You know, like the Crisis on Infinite Earths. They're bringing back mm-hmm. Tom Welling. I'm and, trying to get into the you know Batwoman one, but it's kind Bat of just, it's Rose, just yeah. I'm not not a big fan of it yet. Maybe yeah. it's just maybe Cobra Kai is probably the best one. That's something that like I absolutely that's something I do think that the CW is great for is that right. it's like you see all of these new faces. You know, as I said, as I said earlier, my comments on the acting, it's like, but you also see all these new faces getting opportunities, especially in things 
things that are definitely going to get them views, like these right. reboots. And then you see them grow as actors, and right. I think that is yes, awesome. I think that's so, right. Yeah, it's it's always you know it's always one of those amazing things. I'm just like, yeah. hey, CW. Like Stephen Stephen Amell. I, I mean, he really my, uh, picked it up later on in this Arrow universe. Yeah, movie. unfortunately, Arrow's down to its final season. Yeah. so we'll see what happens. Um. Celebrity Gossip News, Kevin Hart actually made his first public appearance since his um, near, near um, fatal car accident. Oh like, yeah, like, oh, I, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, he got a really serious car accident where he had that back surgery. Oh, right? man. So apparently he stepped out. Um, good thing and, he was in good shape because yeah. I mean, he could have been worse, I guess. He was in Avra and Beverly Hills for a poker game with Jay-Z. And apparently he was seeing the private <laughs> Kevin Hart move. Yeah, he, he was seeing the <laughs> was Beyonce there too. He was seeing the private back room uh, uh, and seeing three hours playing poker. He was in good spirits, fist bumping his friends. There was no outward signs that he was in pain or in discomfort. So, um, yeah, um, pretty crazy, man. Um, this is interesting. That they actually convicted um, Michael Gargiulio, who is known as the Hollywood Ripper. He's found guilty of murder of two women, one of which was dating Ashton Kutcher at the time. Ashton Kutcher actually went on the uh, the stand. Uh, he testified against the defendant, um, oh, Michael Gargiulio. I, I never even heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So apparently um, the guy had uh, killed three women, and he, um, I think one of the women survived that he, he had killed. Um, so wait, yeah. wait, no, wait! You just said one of them survived that he killed. And that I'm can't sorry. be right. That, one, sorry, one that he one. <laughs> so I was like, man, is this The Walking Dead? <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> one survived that he stabbed. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yes. Wow. So yes, he stabbed these women um, in inside their apartments. Yeah. So oh, par- that's awful. Apparently, wow. he stalked a uh, young woman who lived near him for the past 15 years. Jeez. And would use his job as an air conditioning repairman to gain entry into their homes. That's crazy. I was going to write actually a short film literally about this. About, Holy shit. About a creepy like re- Yeah, somebody who, uses, somebody who literally uses like their knowledge of people's like like the layouts of their homes right. and whatever. That's why like honestly see? I see, Well, see I see now you could use real life. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm telling you guys, no idea yeah. is new. No idea is new. Yeah, Had yeah. to back the microphone away from the thing. So, well, I got on my soapbox and screamed. Right. But, like, that's that's totally something that's, like, honestly <laughs> terrifying. Right. That's See? so terrifying. HVAC guys, plumbers. Well, it's, you know, it's, people that are just, you know. And honestly, yeah. it's like all these people being dumb. Like, I hate to say it, but like when I see like YouTubers and stuff like that, and they're like, mm-hmm. come check out my home. Let's do a walkthrough. And I'm like, girl, this is, <laughs> this is like a horror film right here. Right. And here is the address. Yeah, yeah, seriously. The address. I'm like, guys, guys, let's not be dumb here. This is the the door that you can get into the basement and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it just be, yeah. It's Oakwood. It's I have a, you know, like a, a, yeah, a key yeah. that fits this lock. I'm like, Jesus, what? It's right? hidden underneath the... Yeah, you know, I keep Welcome it. I always that. keep a spare. I read my article, <laughs> listicle. You know, yes. five reasons to keep a spare under your. You're welcome. That's so Matt. true. It's crazy. We talked about Jane Fonda getting arrested <laughs> last week. She got arrested for a she second actually time. Got, she actually got arrested. I can't. Can you believe what's jazzercising or something? Eighty-one years old for protesting climate change in Washington. What the hell? Last Friday. <laughs> Wait, what? And That's she, awesome. And she was arrested again. Um, leading a demonstration on Capitol Hill demanding urgent action in the climate change crisis. She was arrested, handcuffed, yes. and placed in a police van. Yes! She's <laughs> a like, yeah. See, now you need to do a movie She's about a Jane Fonda. 
Well, honestly, like what happened? Gotta, to, what's wrong with peaceful get, protesting? Yeah. First well, of all, that's, that's why well, I'm like, it must okay, not be this, peaceful. This if she's crazy. If you're getting arrested, well, no, 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 no. So yeah. you have to. I mean, again, there's a lot of permitting. Again, it's DC permitting, you guys yes. is permitting. So Hi, do you have a permit to protest? Seriously, you, you can't protest. You do need you do need a lot of permits for like a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Right. For all for all we know, I mean, like she could have. Yeah, of course she might have gotten arrested and stuff like that. But it's freaking Jane Fonda. There ain't no way she's gonna be sitting too many nights. Well, isn't she still married to a Ted Turner? So doesn't she have all that money? I mean, she's Jane Fonda. I'm sure she has money anyway. She's got money on her own. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. well Ted Turner has more yeah. money than she has, so it's like I'm pretty yeah. sure. I can also just go out to Elijah uh, Cummings, the family of Elijah Cummings, a de- yeah. Democratic right. congressman, a civil rights activist, and, of course, represented uh, when I saw Maryland's 7th Congressional oh District God. since 96. Um, and, you know, obviously he defended Baltimore when Trump uh, threw mm. Baltimore under the bus. Um but yes, certainly sad that he had passed away at the age of 68. And even Trump spoke about. Uh, <laughs> Do about, any of us believe that though? Yeah. Does any of us actually? I mean, believe after that? burying with Baltimore and talking negatively about Elijah, then after he passes, he says, "Warmest condolences wow. to the family what? and friends of Congressman Elijah Cummings. I got to see firsthand the strength, passion, and wisdom of this highly respected political leader. His work and voice on so many fronts will be ah! very hard, if not impossible, to ah! replace. This is after he completely buried him and buried Baltimore. No, I can't. I literally, I cannot. I cannot. I but okay, so I'm not even gonna get on that soapbox because uh, it's a soapbox that many yeah. are on. But like, yeah. but but when I saw that headline though, that yeah. that that. Uh, you know, representative Cummings of past. I, yeah. I was like, is, my first thought was, holy shit, like, is this real? I was like, is this fake news? Like, I yeah. legit, I was like, is this like a... he was just the news well, recently. Yeah, but he didn't Seriously. look that, he, he never looked real healthy. Did you ever notice that when yeah. he was like, he just kind of He was an like older was, looking 60 something. He was 68, yeah. but he looked like... He, he looked like he was like in his 80s. 80s. Right, but honestly, yeah. guys, I mean, come on, when you've been in freaking Congress for, you know, decades. Well, he's plus, also from like the you know, bad part of Baltimore too, which that... That kind of could take some. Yeah, but you know, he was the first person to stand up, and, yeah. you know, and talk, you know, defend, um, you know, the city of Baltimore against what the Trump's comments that you know were weren't weren't well received, even though by some standards it was true. Um, some of the things that he did say, which is, you know, I mean, there are, yeah, yeah there's some areas. I think the only issue that caused that caused all that was like he was complaining about the immigration thing, which. Really, Baltimore doesn't have an immigration problem. That's that's the whole thing. I mean, if he was like from Texas and had a issue with immigration, hey, that's a whole big di- difference. But I mean, it's like he just didn't like Trump, and it's like that's fine. That's your opinion, but it's like you shouldn't be fighting on a something that's not affecting the area. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that the the when he was specifically talking about Baltimore it was like the crime. Yeah, that that, rats, that that but that's what calls um, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. So he should have been turning the mirror on himself. There's the big <laughs> yeah. rat in Washington <laughs> DC. A big fat rat with a bad toupee. With an adorable yeah. toupee. <laughs> Although the sad thing is he has the money to fix that. <laughs> Does he though? I mean, yes, I love that does. one quote where he told like Ivanka or whatever. He's like, "Look at that homeless man. He has more money than we do right now." And I'm like, "Please tell me this is the truth. Yep, Please tell see? me you suck at business." Yep. <laughs> um, actor John Jack Shelton Clark, who portrayed Mickey Hort on Days of Our Lives, died at the age of 88. Uh, condolences mm. uh, to uh, that family. Also, um, a, uh, someone who's been on Below the Belt Show airwaves, um, the amazing 
Ashley. Um, her father passed away recently, and condolences um, to Ashley. Um, I don't know if either. Of you I, I don't know if I. I no, Ashley's been a longtime friend of mine. She's been. A, she loves talking. Walk. Does she work? Does she work on any of the shows at she's all? She's not an actress. Oh, she's yeah, not. She's just, okay. she's just one of the longtime cool. friends. She's been on the show. Uh, Walking Dead super fan, and she's been. Oh, that's cool. and she's actually. I believe was planning to come sometime, you know, either this week or coming up. And, mm-hmm. you know, her, her father, and when I read this, I was like, oh, yeah, it was uh, due to pneumonia, the same oh, reason, um, the same cause of death of John Jack Shelton Clark. Um, mm. So, yeah. Well, that's sad news and happy yeah, news. Um, depends how you look at it, but Jennifer Lawrence got married over the weekend. Hey. Do you know what's weird? Yeah. So I um, think when I was here, then you mentioned Zoe Deschanel got married. Yeah. I heard when she announced she got married, the guy divorced her. Oh, she's got divorced. Yeah, no, well, I think no, when you was were like, here, when you were here, we talked about someone she was dating. Okay, then she yeah. got married, but then like the very next day he divorced her. It's like but really, yeah, and now they're officially divorced. I think they're officially divorced now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's like totally. That person's delusional. Like, clean, yeah. guys, she's a freaking <laughs> like A-list celebrity. Yeah. I consider Zoe Deschanel to be A-list. Like, yeah. she comes the, yeah. come the F on. Like, you gotta yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, um, so Jennifer uh, Lawrence. So, so mm. a lot of celebrities were at the wedding. Uh, Chris Jenner, uh, Ashley Olsen, Nicole Richie, Cameron Diaz, and Joel Madden. Adele? I had no idea Adele was friends with... Uh, That's such a weird group right, of Adele. people to be friends Adele, with. Adele, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure Bradley Cooper was there, too. I didn't see him on there, but I know they're they're really close yes. as well. But her husband is a completely normal person. Yeah, like, no, that's he's not like, in the industry. He's a art gallery. I honestly, I, um, I, t- I, co- I totally love the fact that like their relationship was almost like zero, zero public knowledge until like the engagement, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, but do you, do you know what? I feel like that's probably healthy for people like her. Any, I mean, like you see all these like celebrity and celebrity, like you know, star and star relationships that don't go. And anywhere. Don't look at Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. They don't go anywhere because yeah. it's just they're they're too. There's no one. There's no one to balance them out. You right. Know? Well, do you know what? Did you see Lady Gaga was dating a guy from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, at one point in time? I mean, yeah. they're not together now, but they. But she was living with this she, guy in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, she, she just a normal house. Yeah. 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 I think I have the Lady Gaga news on that actually. Something it's, happened where she. I mean, dumped celebrities are or, still yeah. normal people. They just have bigger paychecks and. Yeah. Other right. Stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sometimes. I'll unless get to that in a second. You know, yeah. See, Depp, you, in which case see you're even if I was well, in debt. Yeah, but then again. Johnny Depp was Johnny. Oh, Johnny Depp and Nicolas Cage have weird spending habits. I don't know if you ever looked up Nicolas Cage weird spending habits. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, that's, I think he was he. I think he's bankrupt the, now. Yeah. Yeah, he either bankrupt or got in trouble with the IRS because his his spend his earnings uh, couldn't justify his expenditures or something. I'm honestly Whatever. so happy that she got married to somebody that she clearly so much loves. But like, that is cool. That's just so nice. Yeah. It's it's like a bright spot in the shit show that is Hollywood. 150 <laughs> guests, yeah, at this wedding. 150 um, guests is that, not that's, a big yeah, wedding No, that's either. not. That's yeah. not a big wedding for somebody of her stature. I mean, did yeah. she try to keep it low-key where like most people it don't know about well, it was uh, first of all, it was in uh, I believe somewhere in North Carolina. Or, or Rhode, I'm sorry, Rhode Island, Rhode Island. Actually, North Carolina is where Justin Bieber got married. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nicki Minaj also got married too. Um, oh, uh, I had no to idea. To Kenneth Petty, yeah. They, That's so cool. They, Who's he? They obtained a marriage license in Beverly Hills Courthouse in July, and then they just. Um, said they had the dead at ceremony. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, it's fascinating. Like I feel like I feel like you see. I feel like there's totally like a a, a spectrum of like celebrity wedding, and it's mm-hmm. just like one year it's like everyone's spending like 
five million dollars on our wedding, and then the next year it's like, yeah, we just went to the courthouse. Like seriously, I mean, like it just yeah. feels like you're reading <laughs> yeah, like yeah, there's trends. Like there's yeah. like your your. Well, they went to the courthouse in July, and then they got they had their ceremony this past. Yeah, week. we went yeah. to Vegas. <laughs> Actually, my parents did. Oh, did they? Hell yeah. <laughs> they got married we in did, Vegas. Yes. So for my twenty first. Wait, was it Elvis or was it? Okay, so you know, I actually don't know the question, but like, know the answer to that question. But like, for my twenty first birthday, my parents yeah. brought me to Vegas because it was their twentieth wedding anniversary. They renewed their vows at the same oh, nice. little white chapel and had the Where same guy. Married. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Same, married, the same them. Guy married them twenty years. Oh, that's yes. cool. It was actually it was totally tear jerking. It was so sweet. Now, now, were you the flower girl? No, I was not. You no. should have been. No, I was not. No, I don't actually know what I was in their wedding wedding, but I know for their ceremony, I was just standing there trying not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Another celebrity wedding is uh, Jeremy Allen White and Addison Timlin, if you know who they are. No, not um, really. They, um, Yeah, they were in the... Um, gosh, where they? Well, Addison Timlin is best known. Well, I loved her in uh, Californication. Hmm. Um, but uh, okay. if you ever watch that show... Um, but yeah, they got married. See, I never as well. got to check that show That's out. A... See, the problem is, there's, you're right. There are too many TV shows out there now. There's just yeah. way too many shows. Well, no, no, no. So and I'm never going to say there's way too many shows, like in like a bad way, because that means there's so many opportunities for us actors of all shapes, sizes, yes. you know, definitions to get out there. And same with mm-hmm. crew people. But see, the thing is right. that the only drawback is that wouldn't that like kind of like diminish like if you have a good show somebody might overlook it just because mm-hmm. they don't know what it is oh absolutely 100 yeah. percent. that always happens i mean i do that i'm guilty of that yes <laughs> i'm guilty of that i'm like i don't know netflix i don't think i was sold by your 90 second amazing trailer <laughs> right sorry yeah but like i think that's what happened with us uh, when we were talking about the woman who won like the best comedy it's like yeah. we never heard of that show she but, Ridge, but she was the droid in, in lando's droid the voice of lando's uh, droid. so she's the millennium falcon yes she's the millennium <laughs> falcon yeah and last but not least another celebrity wedding was uh red hot chili peppers bass player flea he's actually it, married i can't got, see him getting married he got married yes his uh, real name is michael balzari married fashion designer melody asani over the weekend so there's cool. celebrity weddings um and celebrity engagements, Dennis Quaid and Laura Savoy got um See, I heard about engaged. that, but isn't yeah. she like young enough to be his like granddaughter or something? Well, his son is twenty seven and she's twenty six. See, that's gotta be awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh Dennis is yeah. Do you I, see my face right now? I'm not <laughs> Yeah, I'm, you I'm not know exactly it's awkward. Sh- yeah. Well, then again it's you know, we see this a lot in Hollywood, so this shouldn't like well, isn't Harrison? Yeah, yeah, isn't Harrison Ford's wife pretty yeah. young? Harrison, Harrison. Well, that's Clarissa Flockhart. Yeah, and that's and that's one well, of those things. She's not young, but she's much. She's younger much than younger than him. Harrison. He's like it's yeah. one of those things that like we're always like, uh, or is it like? I feel like especially like coming from a woman's standpoint, like yeah. there's part of me that's kind of like, is was this a grooming situation? But then also as, at the same time. Oh, you heard about the grooming situation? Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Yeah. That's you know, so that's yeah. one of my knee-jerk thoughts. But at the same time, I'm also like you know, love can happen. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. happens between people who are, you know, who would by society be deemed not, you know, worthy of each other's yeah. love, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, so, so part of me is kind of like, I don't, I'm just not even like, I, I recognize it's there and I'm just going to walk away from it. Cause I yep. don't have all the facts. Yeah. I don't yep. have all the facts. You know, if these two people are deeply in love, then go. I mean, for I, it. I agree, but it's just like, just the way it sounds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just it. The society focuses on the sound. What's, and what's normal. Right. Yeah. Now, if it, now, if it was Randy Quaid, Randy Quaid's crazy. So, I mean, that's a whole different story there. I don't know if you've seen yeah. him recently. Yeah. No, I well, have Well, as not. you know, Dennis was previously made, uh, married to Meg Ryan. Yeah. So, they yeah. have, they have uh, Jack Quaid as their son, and he's 27. So, he's actually a year older than uh, the fiancé of Dennis. So, um, And celebrity splits include Christina Hendricks and Jeffrey Arend. They... Uh, 
are calling it quits after 10 years of marriage. Well, at least it was in like 10 months. Yeah. Right. <laughs> at least it's not a day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jim Carrey is splitting up with his girlfriend, Ginger Gonzaga. They work together on the Showtime dramedy Kidding. How's he doing? Because he his like mental health was kind of yeah, up and down and for a while. Yeah, that might be a lot to do. That might have a lot to do with it. But yeah. as you know, he dated his girlfriend before Ginger had committed suicide. Holy Catriona shit. White. Okay. Yeah, I, so. I thought he dated what's her name before uh, the. No, Catriona White was his girlfriend, and it was it made you know pretty big headlines. Wasn't that the girl from um, the one the Playboy model that's also a comedian? Oh, the, um, Jenny McCarthy was bo- that was before. That was before that. that was okay. Before, yeah. And she's married, as you know. The, to uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Really? That's a weird couple right there. Donnie Wahlberg, yeah. I'll be honest with you, sometimes it's so weird that I'm just like, the fact that people know, like, celebrity dating history, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of sitting over here like, uh, I don't, know if I want to know that much about them unless <laughs> I know them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is well, to me. When you've been hosting an entertainment talk show for so long, it's kind of like a it's dream. It's like, That's I need to know true. who's dating. That, that, yeah. does, that does help, I'm sure. I know we were talking about Pete Davidson a lot because he's been dating, he likes to date up. Like, How does he pull this off? I mean, right. he's like a goofy-looking dude, dude, and he somehow gets these hot chicks. Right. So, I mean, would you date Pete Davidson? Okay, so here's the... Here's the right. it, I mean, so do you on. think he's... Hold yeah. on, wait. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna answer that question um, <laughs> because because I'm just gonna answer the question, right? That okay. should be asked. First of all, right. thank you for asking me the question because oh, it I means sorry. that I'm pretty and apparently somewhat hot. Um, secondly, thank you. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Thank you. And secondly, to me, I of course more focus on. I always, always, even you know when I started started dating, you know back in high school or whatever. Like I was always Don't more focused. Don't tell mom dad that. Oh, they know. Trust me. My mom, my mom knows. We my didn't mom even call. I was 18. I was 18. I was 18 but, like, for me, it was always more about the person and not yeah. about the yeah, looks. Sorry. So, like, you know, I feel like I've dated okay. a range of, of boy men. Yeah, but, men. But, the thing <laughs> is, but the thing is with so. him, he has, like, that added, like... You know he's so, definitely on substances so, so, constantly. So we talk about Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. um, um, Kate Beckinsale, and then his latest girl he dated, which they just broke up, smoking gorgeous uh, actress Margaret Qualley who's uh Andy Andy McDowell's daughter who's okay. in um uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh man. Yeah. So um Pete Davidson and Margaret Qualley were But see dating. see that's like really dating up there for him cuz he's like Yeah. I well, you're mean, right. He is good, I, I mean, he, you know, he is a celebrity at the end of the day. But he also has yeah. all those issues like yeah. it's not it's so it's like two things. It's number one he's not a great looking guy and number two he's has all those issues so it's like mm-hmm. i can't figure that out yeah <laughs> well, sometimes and sometimes i'll admit like i think some yep. as, like, i mean do you think this has some do you think the money thing has I to mean, do with it too maybe but like also all those women have their own money you know what i mean right so, like, they have all their mon- money i don't necessarily know if it is and the dude's a funny guy. guy he is yeah, a exactly. funny guy it's a funny thing but it's also like yeah. one of those things where it's like you kind of hear things about somebody right yeah. and you're just like I wonder if that's really the case. And then, of course, in order to get to know that, you kind of have to date them. You know what I mean? Or, like, or, or, like, or hey, do you think it comes down to, friends. like, the girl thing where, like, hey, I know he's a bad boy. Maybe I could change him. Do you think? Because you know, I, I know like there are some girls who are like that. They're like, hey, some, this guy's a yeah. bad guy. I could change him. I can make him. There yeah. are some women like that. And I think there's, you know, the reason the reason why that some women have that, that like, characteristic mm-hmm. about them, you know, it varies from woman to woman. Right. You yep. know, but, yeah, that, does, that could mm-hmm. be Because, I mean, Charles it. Manson got girlfriends. It's like, how does he get a girlfriend? <laughs> In prison, he got girlfriends. In prison, that makes no sense. <laughs> That's definitely a celebrity That's thing. That's definitely. That's definitely a celebrity <laughs> thing. That's crazy. Uh, let's see. P. Diddy Combs, Sean P. Diddy uh, Combs and Laurie Harvey have gone their separate ways. Hmm. Uh, he is currently single. Um, apparently, he was... 
He apparently dated Stephen Harvey's 22-year-old stepdaughter. No. Yeah. Laurie oh, uh, Harvey. That's who uh, uh, Stephen Harvey's uh, um, that's really stepdaughter weird. is. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, huh? No. Um, and you, you mentioned Lady Gaga <laughs> earlier, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, so Lady Gaga apparently um, posted on her Instagram story photos of her and makeup artist Sarah Nicole Tano saying that she is a single lady. So that yeah, I think I guess the guy from Lancaster okay. didn't work out. I guess yes. is that who she dated after? I'm fiance? not sure, but I know he, she was dating that guy in Lancaster. And I he, thought they were talking about was he married. an audio mixer? Was he? He was like, just some normal, normal dude. Guy. I, 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 yeah, so Dan I don't, Horton, might been, he's might an audio guy. mixer, right? Okay. Yeah, so apparently that's uh, yeah, that's the case there. But yes, you married Zoe Deschanel. Her and Jacob Pachanek are um, have been divorced, are now officially divorced after one day. Um, I think it was one day. That's what it, I heard, but I don't know if that's true. Well, they, no, they got married three years ago. Really? Yep. I don't. I don't. But now she's is. she's dating a new dude named Jonathan Scott, who they just made it, uh, Instagram official. Oh, okay. So there you go. Oh, so instead of Facebook official, now it's Instagram official. Yes. Yes. Oh. Damn, I'm not on Instagram, so I can't make anything there official. There you go. Dude. Man, you gotta get you gotta get on <laughs> the gotta, IG game. You gotta get on. You're not even on Facebook. Can I'm on Twitter. Game. Nobody's. Uh, so Their man, president is on Twitter. Okay, that's nothing. That's nothing. I think the majority of... I of, think it's just me and him on Twitter. I, I think, think we're <laughs> the only ones left on Twitter. <laughs> it's a lot of celebrities, but I, I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but like as, as Veronica... I'm not on saying, Facebook because I have so I many stalky ex-girlfriends, and trust me... Oh, I believe you. Well, I don't have experience talk and stuff like that, but I believe that. Can you yes. talk about the ones? And not only that, they change their names and come on with a different name and That's still terrifying. Paul, can you, can you talk terrifying. about on the air who you dated that really blew my mind when you told me? I don't want to do that. You don't do it on the air? Okay. okay. I don't want to do it on the air. All right, that's fine. Wait, it's a celebrity, but I'm gonna, not going to do it. Me we'll tell you I'll tell you off air. So hold on, wait. I do want to say that, though. Yeah. You know, what like Veronica was saying about like maintaining and managing social media accounts yeah that stuff is exhausting right because i'm like i there's a thousand other things i'd rather be doing right now than like having to post seo worthy content on my instagram and well, I'm, right. not re- I'm not ready to pay somebody to do, do it you know what me. i used to do i'm still developing my voice i don't blah, blah, blah. when the outsiders is on i actually <laughs> <live> <laughs> go back to the outside you love I, talking about the outsiders it was a fun show and a good show to be on but when i was working on that i actually live tweeted Every episode from the gym when I was working out. You would do that, wouldn't okay, you? Okay, that's kind of badass, I'll admit. That's kind of badass. <laughs> oh, well, do you want to see more badass? After I leave here, I work out at the gym to probably about 3 o'clock in the morning. Wow, you cool. beast, dude. I don't Everybody will be a bed. So let's I wrap up be. soon. Uh, just a couple celebrity birthday announcements. We already announced. Well, we're, we know one right now. Yeah. We Yes, Veronica. Veronica. Happy birthday, Veronica. Veronica is uh, 27 today. Weird Al Yankovic, yay. we mentioned earlier, is 60. Also, um, I still can't believe he's 60. Yeah, I can't. He either. looks like he's maybe like 35. Well, I can't get over it, no. He's had a Christmas the 80s, so you got to, you know. Yeah, I know, but still the look at him. Adds he, does up. Not, he doesn't it's age. <laughs> a director, mm-hmm. Ang Lee, is 65 today. Do you know what? He's so hit or miss on movies. Did you notice yeah. that? His movies are really, really up here or really down yeah. there. I really love him, though. I love it. I'm an Ang Lee fan. Do you love the Hulk movie? I would have to lose a lot of respect if you lo- love oh, that Hulk movie. Uh, I haven't seen it, so. You haven't seen the Hulk movie? <laughs> no. With the giant killer poodles. <laughs> haven't seen it. Okay, they had giant killer poodles in the there Hulk movie. There you go. You can't, Director you can't hate or love me now. Sam Raimi is 60 today. Wait, he's nice. the same age as England. Same, as, uh, same age. Th- that's yeah. really weird. Yep. Um, John Huertas, who, we had him on the show a while ago from Castle. He's 50 today. <gasps> 
Um, That's awesome. So you think you can dance? Host Kat Dealey is 43. Nice. Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds is 43. Happy birthday, Ryan Reynolds. He's actually that old because he still looks like he could play off. Play David? somebody who's 25. Yeah. Am I right? Does he? Yeah. Really no, age? Absolutely right. Yeah. I really only see like 30s. But but still, point. he's not. He, I mean, as old as he is, he, he just no, doesn't he's look. He's a good like, looking look, dude. Look, Shit. Look, he, what can you say? He's man? fine. Don't get. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I don't like, feel he, that way. I like Ryan Reynolds as an actor. I don't think he's fine. So he's fine. But like, I can't. I can't say it. I'd be like, yeah, you're 25. Play across. <laughs> from, play across from me. No. Yeah, he's in his 40s. Believe it or not. That's crazy. Megan McCain is 35. Who's the the View host and the daughter. John McCain, um, singer nice. Miguel is 34. Miguel who? Uh, he, just, he just goes by Miguel. Yeah. But how many Miguels <laughs> are there? Yeah. That's gonna. <laughs> I, Miguel, Miguel is a nice voice. He's fine too. Yeah. He's fine. Uh, yes, Khaleesi Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones is 33. Happy birthday! She's the now, how's she 33? Doesn't she look like she could be like yeah, early 20s? She absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like that was the point. That was part of the reason why they recast her. So originally in the pilot mm-hmm. for Game of Thrones, they had someone else playing her. Uh, playing sorry, in the pilot, you're right. Daenerys, yeah. And they recast her because she was, yeah, and they recast when it started, her. she was really young at the time. She yeah. was 23, and now she she's was 33. That's yeah, crazy. So she was just yeah. you know she's just shy of my age. Oh man. Yep. It's just she because she's five foot freaking three and like oh, you man. know looks like a baby face. Yeah, yeah you're right. You know they they definitely cast the right they the did right, the right way. And I love 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 Amelia Clark. I, yeah, I, she's, she's great. great. Except the Terminator movie. All right, that was okay, but I loved her in Solo. She was good in Solo. Uh, actress Jessica Stroop from 902 and 0 nice. uh, is 33. Is that the new one or the old one? Happy the birthday. new 902 yeah. Okay, because we, like... we just talked about Margaret Qualley, who dated uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> she's See, a, why didn't you she's do that? She's 25. A... She's 25 today. She's 25? Yeah. <gasps> no! Why? What? Why? No, just the whole Pete Davidson thing. The Pete Davidson thing? Why? Just because Pete Davidson's probably in his 40s, isn't he? No, Pete Davidson's young. Are you kidding me? I think he just looks young. I think he's actually no. old. He's been around Wait, a while. okay, maybe... Pete then Davidson's then maybe, like 20-something. Okay, yeah. okay she's, she's looking up right okay, now. Okay, Google. Are you mixing... How old is Pete Davidson? He's like 20... He's got to be over 20. He's 26. He's 25? That's, that's yeah. all. Oh! He looks yeah, so young. Sorry, ah, maybe I think honestly, guys, honestly, I and I knew this from the start. I was like, I feel like I'm thinking of the wrong person. I thought someone completely different when I was no. Pete Davidson. Ariana Grande. So, no, you know? yeah, but, but do you think he dated up? Looking at Pete yes. Davidson, yes, 100%. I told you he dated up. Now, right, exactly. But, but I told you guys like that's that's possible. So like, I mean, okay. Pete Davidson is so one no, step down so from Steve Buscemi. I take Buscemi. back. I take back mm-hmm. my no. It's going back to my mouth. Oh. And Amanda Amanda Stenberg from The Hunger Games is 21. I love um, her. You know her? Yeah. I yeah, love she's, her. She's, yeah. she's 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 awesome. Like she, I have respect Happy for birthday, her. She definitely Amanda, kicked ass yeah. in that role. And, and wow, it is getting stuff. late, but Gosh, since, it's so late. Since, since you're a wrestling fan, just a couple of the okay. highlights of what's going on. So Bruce Pritchard has replaced Eric Bischoff as so executive so that means director. Dude Love is now in charge yes. of. So and, and that means also Eric Bischoff has been fired. I mean, did they ever um, say why? I mean, I know I know he they say he didn't so like really study and know who the wrestlers yeah, were. That but too, but basically he just couldn't eh. get the job done. Apparently, Do you watch wrestling at all or no? Nah, it's uh, good. <laughs> it's no, good. Just, no, I have nothing against it. It's just again the yeah. time thing. As and apparently he was seen a lot in catering. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. So he's like, ah, I don't care about this. I'm just going to eat. Uh, apparently, yeah. That's, see, that's all rumors or whatever, yeah. but. He spoke very positively. He said, yeah, it's on. He said I heard no, that. He had nothing but great things to say about the writing teams. Cool. Um, I think they should just bring him on as a just a character instead of just... He was good as a character, yeah. 
But apparently, yes, he is gone from SmackDown, and Bruce Pitcher's now mm. taking over. Um, your thoughts on the WWE draft and where everybody ended up? Did you think um, that was? I thought it was okay. I mean, what, okay. what are your thoughts on? I mean, it's like well, some of the moves they did. They had to do they just kind of even the rosters out. They because they it, and, and I think some of them were Fox moves where it's like, hey, we want the bigger names on the bigger network. That's exactly why they moved uh, Brock Lesnar over. Even though Brock Lesnar, I really don't like. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'll show whenever I get paid a lot of money to show no, one he, episode. Think of, any, right before think, a of any, think of anyone else that can do that. Not many people can do what he does. And you think, I He's could. a ratings pull. He's a ratings pull. You could get the ratings. Okay, right. No, I mean, not the ratings. <laughs> I could do what Brock Lesnar does. Oh, you can does. do what Brock Lesnar does, yeah. The Rock. But um, yeah, that was the biggest move over to SmackDown and... Uh, a shocking one was moving Bray Wyatt over to SmackDown when, yeah, he's, was, when he's got a feud with with Seth Rollins. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, they I was kind of shocked you know? about that too because I mean, yeah. the thing is with his character, you need like a edgier type of pull with his character. Yeah, I, Fox's main network. I don't know if he can get away with the same stuff he was doing yeah. on uh, a cable network. You know what yeah. I mean? But there's a lot of changes that that you know that had to take place. Um, a lot of people stayed uh, on on their existing. But the weird thing is, some of them got drafted you know. and then got traded back, which I thought was even stranger. Yeah, Alexa Bliss and um, and uh, Nikki Cross, they yeah, they went over. Uh, yeah. They were supposed to be on Raw, and then they moved over to SmackDown. And, and then so, they moved back. It was like strange. Yeah, but I think the women's division is really strong on SmackDown. Um, yeah. They, they they took a lot of the, I in my opinion, some of the better. Well, I think um, they had to do that just to kind of female superstars. Of course, they have Becky Lynch on Raw. Yeah. Um, but they move. But see, so Becky Lynch is—they're going to try to make her like a Stone Cold, so she's going to have to have more of an attitude. I don't think she could get away with that on Fox. It Honestly, is still network TV. Listening to this conversation right now makes me want to watch. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> really good. You would like it. It's like there's so much. Plus I mean, I already knew that plus, there's so plus, much depth behind it, but I'm just like. Plus no. the women's thing that the women can actually wrestle now. It's not their yes. models anymore. Or st- yes. a lot of them are very mo- have model looks. Yes, they do. It's like they're wrong, but yes, they do model emphasize looks, killer hooks. But they have they do have to emphasize that they have to be good workers. So. Yep. And of course, Crown Jewel next Thursday, which is Halloween, ah, the, the big event. But, but but you know the big controversy with that. Uh, should I bring it up or should I not? The controversy as far as what we were alluding to, the fact that a lot of people don't want to work in Saudi Arabia. Yes, because it's more or less a, hey, a big cash grab for... It's a cash grab. It, they, take, they call it blood money, and I think they call it blood money in the bank. And then, like, the, the and then like certain people not being allowed, like the women aren't allowed to go over because... So women Saudi aren't allowed, rules. they're not allowed to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and I, and I that think that's 100% wrong. makes sense. And, and, <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, and Abu like, Dhabi, they had to wear... The, they, they allow mm. women to wrestle, but they have to wear, have all Everything their whole body yes. covered. They have now to look see, like ninjas. Now see, like, honest, yeah, mm. which kind of honestly, that's kind of cool. Let's be straight. So you could be so a like, ninja. You know, <laughs> they like, had to, yeah. Well, they they showed their face, but I think like. Everything, Everything from, from the, the neck, neck down, down was covered. covered, yeah. Which I think, you know, honestly, is like it's fascinating to mm-hmm. me that 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 they, at least they were allowed to work. Right. You yes. know what I mean? Like to me, it's like the cloth. To me, clothing, no problem. Like if right. that's if that's like the if that's really the defining. Do you factor, know what? I bet you women over there have a lot more money because they don't have to pay all this money on fashion. Well, Am I right or wrong? <laughs> they still have like designer burkas. They have like Burberry burkas, man. They do. Stunning, it's crazy. Yeah, stunning designers over there. But like right. to me, just to wrap it up real quick, my thoughts. But like it's like mm-hmm. if if the clothing, like no problem. Like if you want me to cover up and stuff like that, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that like of course, again, I'm a Western woman, but like women can't work in right. you know what I mean? It's kind of rough. So yeah. it's like ah! I know. So it's all men appearing on this card. Yep. The WWE title match, Kane Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. But see, it's also like so, two wrestlers against two non-wrestlers. That's the kind of thing. It's like... So, yeah. So this, I mean, Kane Velasquez can wrestle a little bit, but I mean, I don't know his So we're not experience. really familiar with his working style. I know that he's been training a lot. 
for WWE. But, but on the opposite end. But this is his first, giving him his first big match on a pay-per-view against Brock Lesnar, I don't think, they, they should have held this off in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, they should have, because also. But because like Saudi money is yes. a ton of money, they can it pay is. this money. Saudi money is like. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's Ridiculous. So that's exactly They say they why. make more money on that show than the rest of the year. Exactly. That's why they can have these big matches. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they make more money. And, yeah. just and the other big match, of course, is Tyson Fury. But the, see, the world champion of boxing wrestling in a match against Braun Strowman. But he can't, even, he can't even wrestle, though. He's a boxer. I know. So this will probably be a horrible match to watch. And he can't talk very well. But so everybody like, wants to watch it because they're two huge men. Braun Strowman is huge. Uh, Dino brought in who should be in a perfect professional wrestler. Mike yeah. Tyson should be in the WWE. He could have Paul Heyman talk for him because right, he right. sounds so weird when he talks. <laughs> but, I mean, he's just right. entertaining. So Tyson Fury is reportedly making $15 million. For that man, for his what WWE debut, one match. He's the boxing champion of the but world. But still, that's crazy. And I, right. I love how you love the cupcakes. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, well, since Thank I'm, you. I'm just gonna eat everyone else's. <laughs> nice, I love that. Thank you. I need Someone's a sugar gonna, rush. Somebody needs the, the, somebody needs to eat them. I will always be here for a cupcake. I'm gonna now. have one. Surely. See, I like them, but I'm just trying. To you're, you're right. Away. You're gonna burn okay. the calories later. Just, just. So take I'm happy that you brought that up real quick, just because I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just be a pro boxer, and this will be my last cupcake for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was just you know, tell you what. I tell you, I train you. I train you. How about that? They're gluten free. Are they good? They're actually really good. Awesome. They're really. crumbly, but they're good. <laughs> they're crumbly. I love it. But they're good. So we're also getting Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Five on five match. Do you know what I, as an old school guy, I yeah. like Team Hogan over Team Flair. E- okay, but do you know the participants? So Roman Reigns, Rusev. Not a big fan of Roman Reigns, but I mean, okay. I, the rest of the team I kind of okay. like. Rusev, Ricochet, who are great. And then you have Ali and Shorty Gable, which I think those two still have do a lot what, to prove. Have, do you know about you know? Chad Gable? His dad is actually the best prof- not amateur wrestler there was ever. Most people don't realize that. He's got, he, he can actually really wrestle if he wanted to well, wrestle. Chad, yes, of course. But they so he used to be called Chad Gable, and but now make, he's Shorty. So they make fun of the kid's height. Well, he's, now he changed his name to Shorty. So Gable. they he embraces it, and now they call him Shorty Gable. No, lean he changed into it again. Him. Lean into he it. He changed it to oh, Shorty G. Is he Shorty G now? Okay. Whatever, Shorty G man. now. He's leaning into it. That's great. Yeah. You have and, to lean into he, it. He talked you know? about a motivational thing on SmackDown. He talked about you know I just learn to embrace it. And for those of you who feel like um, have you know or inadequate in certain ways or whatever, mm-hmm. just just own it or whatever. Do you know what show? I think you you would like one of the wrestling shows. I think you would like the Miz Maurice because it's like a reality show with like a professional wrestler and it's cool. professional oh, the wrestling Miz is my life. Boy. Yeah, and they have kids and hmm. they're entertaining. That sounds that, that's a, That is a really good reality show, by the way. And, of course, Captain um, Randy. Same with the Stone Cold one. Did you see a Stone Cold one where they went out with uh, monster trucks with comedians and stuff? I did not see that one. You did not see that but one. But let's talk about Team um, Flair, though. Okay. So let me finish this one. Right. So Randy Orton is the captain of uh, Team Flair. Drew McIntyre. King Baron Corbin. Bobby Lashley, who's got an interesting storyline yeah, now with Rusev. Cool. And the Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. So... But do you know what? So I think why is ben, I think Flair's got a stronger okay. team. I think he's got a stronger team. Why is Baron Corbin being hyped the way he is? Because he I just don't think he's that good. I think he's come a long way, man. I really think he has. He's he's gotten way better on the mic. He had that segment with Rock and you mean actually, where they renamed him yeah, STD? Yeah, cool. <laughs> it didn't stick. Because yeah. he's a super tough dude, so his super name is dude, that yeah. STD. And that's the Rock. The was the one that yeah, came the Rock came up with that. He one. had a great promo with the Rock. So you got to give it that's up to perfect. Corbin. The, the Rock is perfect for. I promos. don't. I don't hate on Baron Corbin. I think he's doing an okay job in my opinion. And his his finisher, his end of base finisher, is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So I won't hate on him. I think he's all right. In my you opinion, think he's okay? I, think he's, I think he's a good. 
I think he's come a long way. And then this this could I don't know be a little bit of a cluster. This is the World Cup Tag Team Turmoil match. Is it like let's throw anybody and everybody so into this? All these teams are competing to be the World Cup winners and the greatest tag team in the world. I don't know if it's going to be like everybody in the ring at the same time or if it's going to be Now, here's style. a question. Is sure. the Ascension going to be in there? Because I haven't seen them in months. Well, Ascension is not in here. No, oh, I'm surprised. It's uh, the Viking Raiders, the tag champs of Raw. Yeah. Uh, the Revival, the tag champs of SmackDown. New Day, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Heavy Machinery. Do you know what? Dolph Lucha Ziggler. House Party, okay. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, the OC and the B team. Do you know what? Dolph Ziggler is probably the best wrestler they have, and they don't know how to use him. They're using him well in a tag team with Robert Roode. I think that's... I mean, they use him to sell people. That's basically what they use him for. <laughs> yeah. You notice that. I mean, yeah. am I right or wrong about that? Uh, yeah. Like well, Goldberg, Goldberg couldn't really wrestle Goldberg, real well, yeah. but they just <laughs> were like, hey, who can make him look good? Yep. Bob Ziegler could yep. make him look like he's beating the crap out of him. Yeah, yep. so let's use him for that. And then we're going to have a 20-man battle royal. The winner of that goes against AJ Styles for U.S. title. Nice. Yep. And then, of course, Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal title. This is where I had a problem with Bray Wyatt being on SmackDown when he's fighting for the now, title. Now, here's, the, here's the thing, title. though. Is he allowed to do the Fiend gimmick because that's kind of like satanic a little bit? And remember how they won't allow Aleister Black into that country because he's satanic? No, his tattoos had to do with women empowerment, I think. I thought it was the, the say Satanism thing. I thought that's what it was. No, no, no. Because I, I, I thought he had the satanic No, well, no, on he his, has a lot like, of spiritual things, but I think the issue was he had tattoos with with uh, women empowerment. Okay. As you know, yeah, women are treated in a yeah, different way in Saudi Arabia, which is horrible. Like that I think it's yeah, absolutely it horrible, but that's how it is over there, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, their Saudi wrestler, Mansur al-Shahal, will face Cesaro. So that's that's well, the card. Are, are they going to use, the what's card. his name again? I mean, are they going to use uh, Davari and Davari's brother? Because uh, it I'm seems like sure. they usually use I mean, there's, there's a lot of room for, for a lot of time. I mean, but it always know, seems so. like they use them on the mm-hmm. pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Xavier Woods has a torn Achilles uh, injury. So, I mean, so he's, so is it just going to be a two-person So he's going to be day? out of that, that tag team uh, turmoil match. So I guess so maybe that's – do you think that's why – It's going to uh, be Kofi and, and uh, Biggie. Is that why Kofi lost the title, you think, just to kind of <laughs> – No, they really wanted to put the title on Brock. I don't think it had anything to do with Xavier but Woods. But see, here's the thing. Is Brock actually going to lose the title to a non mm. – Because uh, you're going to – you can't put a title on a guy making his debut. It's going to be a weird finish. That's my prediction. Um, I think the, Ray's going to interfere or yeah. something, and then it's going to just disqualify. Or. Yeah, it's just going to be a weird finish. So, Let's wrap it up, guys. It's getting late, guys. Oh, yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. Game two. I don't know who won the Nationals game, Astros game, but uh, no um, you go Nationals. It it's our Yeah, I want to see the Nationals Obviously, win. I'm an Orioles fan, but game two of you the know, World Washington Series. hasn't won since like the early 1900s. 20s or something? The who 1920s, cares, guys? Right. The Cubs was the thing that had to happen. I oh, well, the Back to the Future predicted that one, right? Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. Let's see. World Series. Um, game two. Um, yes, a Nationals. Oh, that was yesterday. And... Uh, Game two, uh, yes, twelve to three, Nationals oh, win geez. and lead the series <laughs> two you know, to nothing, guys. Did you ever look at Verlander's Astros. stats and the postseason? He's a great regular season pitcher, but he gets hammered in the postseason. I don't know if he's the yeah. one who gave up all hammered those runs or not because I missed it, but. I said hammered drunk. Okay. <laughs> well, you know who his wife is, right? I was like looking at me like, yeah, we're, okay. we're, done. Oh, we're, done, we're, done, yeah. we're, we're done with this like 20-page packet. Before we, <laughs> I continue, i got to give a shout-out to Soto. He's my names. 
namesake. Soto. Soto, yes, the highlight of the game. He turns 21. I mean, he's a star player of the Nationals. You mean Juan Soto. Yes, but Soto is still my namesake. So, is he your brawler? No, but he's got one T. I have two Ts, but okay. because of the name, i got to cheer him on in the oh, Nationals. Cool. So go Nationals Absolutely. the World Series. That's all I have, guys. <laughs> all right, that's so we're ending crazy. tonight's show, guys, with the final um, actually, sorry, not the final interviews. With more <laughs> interviews that I conducted at the Split Screens Festival, oh, we announced cool. next week we have Fear the Walking Dead, guys. I have a very brief but very awesome interview with none other than Keegan Michael Key. Can you believe? Oh it? man, is that a live one or is that Dude, a? This is on location at the Split Screens oh, Festival. Oh, that's cool. Along with the producer and daughter of Bruce Lee, Shannon Lee, she produces. Oh, that's awesome. Cinemax. <laughs> Awesome show called Warrior, and this was at the Warrior screening, and um, Keegan Michael Key was there in support of Warrior. Oh, so, that's cool, guys! Ending with a great on-location interview: Keegan Michael Key and Shannon Lee, the daughter of Bruce Lee. Oh dude. man, complete legends! And we'll be back next week for more Below the Belt show for our special Halloween episode, guys. On behalf of everybody here, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and of course my. Uh, Device died, but <laughs> oh no! Let's go ahead and say goodbye to Alexis Barone. Good night, good night, or good day. <laughs> Paul Wallace. Good night. I'm Al Soto, aka Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. And goodbye from Vanessa Meadows who's left the building. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, peace. Peace. All right, guys. We're here at the IFC Theater with producers of this great show on Cinemax Warrior. We have Jonathan Tropper and we have Shannon Lee, the daughter of the legendary Bruce Lee, martial artist extraordinaire. First of all, I was reading that this uh, concept was developed by your dad. Uh, many years ago, and it's finally come to fruition, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my father wrote a treatment for mm-hmm. this show um, almost 50 years ago now, and um, and then we have Jonathan here who helped bring the whole world to life. So wow, yeah. awesome. So to talk about what your dad had uh, influenced yeah. in that project, in this current project, and what you kind of changed. Yeah, so yeah. well, so my father created this, um, came up with this concept, this mm-hmm. idea because he really wanted um, to create a vehicle for himself yes. to be in. At the time, he was told that he couldn't um, star in a U.S. TV series because he's uh, Chinese. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there it sat for a long time. But, you know, the real goal for him was to be able to um, tell the stories that he wanted to tell. Um, he was very interested in this time period. He was very interested in, you know, the story, this as a Chinese-American story and okay. as an American story all, all, all together. And, um, and also about the story of a martial artist and, and the journey of a martial artist. So, wow. you know, um, he was very good at sort of finding these stories that resonated with um, him, his community and with the world. So Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. I got to say, the cinematography, 
the uh, the way that you captured this uh, period piece of a series is just Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. We uh, got a question. Yeah, well, but but but, but but going from that, uh, yeah. um, t- tell us about how the team collaborated and just bringing, um, you know, eight, eighteen what eighteen seventy eight back to life. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a lot. It was you know, it's, it starts with with the scripts and and mm-hmm. coming up with what the story is based yeah. on the politics and the prejudices of the time, and then. Right. It's production design. It's it's you know it's pretty much every you know all of TV. It's production design. It's wardrobe. It's costume. It's you know it's it's our partner Justin Lin coming yeah. in and sort of helping us figure out how to build build the sets and build the back lot to shoot them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It was it took us quite a, quite a long time, but it, it's a lot of people chipping in uh, to bring their expertise awesome. to it. Yeah. Talk about uh, how you assembled the cast because uh, we love first of all how it's a predominantly Asian cast yep. and uh, how that works it's out. A predominantly yeah. Asian story. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> this True. time we got to actually cast Asians. It's so awesome. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a global search for mm-hmm. our cast and our cast is from all over the world. Yeah. Um, we have people from the US, Canada, Great Britain, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Indonesia. Yeah. South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was really fun to go mm-hmm. on that journey and um, and be able to, you know, see all these different people yeah. bring their, their roles to life. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So already greenlit for uh, season two? Yeah, yeah, we're actually uh, we're well we're well into production on season two. Wow, well in production. Yeah. So um, a lot of us already have seen a lot of season one. What can we expect for the next season? What, do you, what can you talk about? Um, <laughs> just, you know, yeah, we're dealing with a real pressure cooker of a situation in Chinatown yeah. between you know the Chinese tongs and the law-abiding Chinese citizens, and then the Americans mm-hmm. and you know both the uh, the more the, the governments and the police and and the Irishmen and. So we, we just keep turning the screws, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, season two just really ratchets up the tensions yeah. of season one. It gets awesome. pretty intense. Right yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So, of course, being uh, the daughter of Bruce Lee, the apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree, uh, <laughs> you still practicing martial arts, and will you be making uh, appearance in front of the camera for uh, the um, Well, um, I do sometimes practice. It's been a little while. Okay. Not quite as uh, practiced as I once was <laughs> in my later years. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I occasionally get back to it, and um, and we'll have to see. Awesome. About All the right. in front of the camera thing. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, guys, Shannon Lee and Jonathan Tropper of Warrior on Cinemax. More to come and click on this here at IFC. Also, I told him two. Oh, we just one. Okay, now <laughs> video rolling. Real publicist really yeah, just said one. All right, okay, guys, we'll try to jump a bunch in there. Actor okay. extraordinaire King yeah, and Michael <laughs> Key here at the IMC Center. You're here to support Warrior. Yes. However, yes. you are in so much huge movies coming out this yeah. summer. We have The Lion King. Uh, tell us a little bit about your involvement with The Lion King. Uh, John Favreau and I are friends from uh, kind of the improv days a little bit, and so nice. he asked me to be in that movie, and then. Toy Story Four. I'm doing this this That's with right. uh, Pixar, which is work. a lot, really, really cool. A lot, of, lot of, in the Disney world. Yes. And then, um, and then in the Henson world, I'm doing uh, Dark Crystal for Netflix. So yeah. wow. So, so we're so doing more of a lot of voiceover work. Lately. A lot of voiceover work that I'm enjoying. Yes. Yeah, I'm really enjoying. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, it's it's a nice departure. Yeah. Right. So because you can show up in your pajamas. And yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. exactly <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Of course, uh, on camera stuff. We recently did uh, the Predator film. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Any update on a sequel for that? I, I have no update. I have. I am not aware of it at all. Yeah. Because once you get killed, you kind 
kind of like tune it out. <laughs> well, that kind of makes a little sense. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. Exactly. Of course, uh, would you possibly guest star on Warrior? And I think you would be an awesome I, addition. I would love to. I would in any capacity. I would love to in any capacity. <laughs> I would do Warrior. <laughs> I gotta go. Awesome. Thanks Keegan. so much. I awesome. appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so buddy. much. Take care. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.